I wasn't ready for that video. Yeah, that was the, uh, this is the short version. And we are live here once again at the Station of Decapitation Without Your Head. I am Nasty Neil. And this is Pizza Eating Annabelle Lecter. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all right. People yeah. got to eat. They do. I'm sure it's very charming to see me like. Yeah. Next time we do a dinner in the movie this way, we'll uh, we'll bring food. Yes. I think that's a good idea. I'll so probably be eating pizza. All right. Good evening, Hello. everyone, from Joseph C. Oh, yeah. Walsh. Well, good evening, Joseph C. Walsh. Do I know this person? Um, I don't know. Joseph C. Walsh. He looks like a good dude. Oh, I'm bad with names, I'm bad with names. But I'm happy to have you here. It's very cool. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hope you like the show. Yeah. To let everyone know, Gary Sherman, Um, I've not been able to get a hold of him today, so I don't think he'll be on, but hopefully we can uh, reschedule Gary. But we will have Poltergeist OD on the show, the music of the month, and uh, we'll be here to talk about horror movies. Yes. So while we wait for our Poltergeist OD friend to come around, does he go by a particular name or does he stick with Poltergeist OD? Poltergeist OD. Well, well, we can ask him. His name. Is that yeah. his name? That's his name on Facebook, too. So oh, I don't all right, cool. It's his, his given name from the uh, Mama and Papa OD. Very nice, very nice. Uh, hello to all the people over there. Neil, what do people have to do to get themselves to show up? Yeah, I'm not positive. There's something you can do. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Colleen. Hello, friends. Hello, Colleen. This is very cool. Jenny Spain from Dead Girl. What up? Nice. Jenny Spain, great guest. We need to get Jenny back on the show. All right, great guest. Awesome uh it was pre-video days so and joseph just chilling before i have to go back to work well i appreciate that this is how you're spending your time that's excellent i i so approve i agree I'll give I you agree. like a nice relaxing break yeah so i stayed up now this is not i'm not i'm not calling gary up i stayed up all night watching the gary sherman marathon of films some of them i had seen before some of them i realized i had never seen before and I have to say, I am a huge fan of the Gary Sherman films, even here or not. Uh, I won't change my name, my mind on this. So I've seen Vice Squad many times. Yes. I saw it a lot of times growing up. I think it was a movie that used to show a lot on HBO for some reason. Hmm. And it's one of my mom's favorites. And, I, and after watching it now, I was like, oh, I was way too young to be watching this when I was a child. But uh Still Basically holds up. everything you watched as a child, you were too young to be watching as a child. Exactly. So not necessarily a horror movie, but definitely a thriller. Mm -hmm. And it, it was interesting right away, uh, the, the song, Neon Slime. It's great, great 80s uh, tune. And I was like, so I looked it up because I was interested. And uh, Wings Hauser who plays Ramrod, the villain in the movie, actually sings the theme song. Really? Yeah. Does he have a but musical career? I don't know. I have to look more into this. I would like to try to get Wings Hauser on the show after. I actually re-listened to the theme a few the times. Yeah. Music amongst the mom. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but anyway, what I, what I want to say is there's so many 80s nostalgia today. And a lot of it really focuses on being... 
like Stranger Things or like, you know, people wearing, you know, wearing the lo- got the long hair, mullets and like bright colors and things like that. But to me, watching uh, Vice Squad, to me, that's more what I think of when I think of 80s movies. Very, It's very uh, dirty, sleazy, um, gritty. And to me, I was like, oh, this is what this is to me, 80s nostalgia. Is um is it set in New York City? It is not. Good point, Anvil, because I as everyone knows, I bring this up a lot. I love the gritty New York movies. And I, and uh but this takes place in uh LA. Oh maybe not even LA, but it, it takes place in California. Mm-hmm. Like a Chinatown. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's Sunset Boulevard and uh so that that's what the song, you know, Neon Slime, because it's all about the bright lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, excellent movie. Wings Hauser is uh, one of the great movie villains in it. I haven't seen it. I'm sad to say I did not have time between the time I had to go to bed to to go to work and the time I had to work until now. Yeah. But well, maybe this this well, could be a blessing in up. in disguise because I would recommend yeah. checking out the Gary Sherman movies before we yeah. get him on. I started watching one. And I'm like, I have to. I understand. So that'll be yeah. good. Thank you, Gary. You've done me a favor. Yeah. And um, the special edition's out by Blue Underground, which uh, was started by the great William Lustig, who made Maniac, another uh, yes. one of my personal favorites. So. Um, and then another movie I think you'll absolutely love, and I realized when I started to watch it, I had not seen it before. I the thought Donald I'd seen it. Deathline. That's the one I started to watch. This movie I loved. I didn't get far enough. Oh my God. This is so good. Amazing cast. Donald Pleasance, mm-hmm. Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes place in, in the London underground. Some great shots. There's a seven minute shot where they actually, when they uh, discover like the lair, uh, I won't tell you too much about what's going on. Uh, and then, so I love that so much. I listened to the commentary track cause I have the, the mm-hmm. special edition Blu-ray. And what's amazing, which we'll bring up to Gary, they were in talks with Marlon Brando to play the killer oh. in the movie. And he was into it, but his son got sick at the time. Oh, wow. So that would be, wow. yeah. Now, uh, the guy who plays him is amazing, so I can't, I don't know, you know, if Marlon could have even done better, but. Marlon's a great name, but would he have been as good for the role? Exactly. So I highly recommend, I think you really like this because you like, uh, and it's weird because uh, Gary's a guy from Chicago. I, I want to know how he made his first feature film, an English movie over in England. Yes. Well, I know maybe a little more about that than you. But because I researched Gary, mm. I, at the time I was able to do a little in-between research that had because I couldn't watch the movies in my environment, but I could read things in my environment. So, I don't want to spoiler it though. Yeah, cool. All right. So, so I think this is so an yeah. amazing story, but there's a reason he's there. Nice. Yeah. So mind the doors. And as he, Gary says in the commentary that when they changed it from mind the doors to mind the gap, it ruined his movie because now it doesn't make as much sense. But I guess back in the day, instead of mind the doors when you're on the the tube. Yeah, uh, instead cool. of my, yeah, instead of mind the gap, it was mind the doors back in the day. Interesting. 
yeah mind the gaps so you don't like yeah fall in between stuff yeah. in it get sucked and killed so Maybe yeah great and apparently this was really influential to a lot of um to horror directors afterwards hmm. i definitely have to pay attention because even when i put it on last night i was already super tired i did kind of like come in and out of waking and i did see the part you're referring to this like long scene and i was half in and out of sleep and like i don't actually know if it's as long as i'm perceiving it to be because it seems long but i guess yeah, that long true. works when you're actually <laughs> yeah no it's great the gore gore and stuff is really well done in this movie I, i'm i actually i don't uh i guess it's a cult film but um i really think it should be more well known that opening thing repeats for about a year <laughs> it's great uh-huh it's like very sleazy. It's it sets it up, but it's like it literally loops, and they, I don't know why. So mm. that was a tough setup for me. There's also uh, apparently the American cut that everyone involved hates the the American oh. the raw meat cut of the film. Interesting. It was sold without their knowledge. The raw meat is the American one. Yep. It's the same movie, but it's cut, you know, it's uh, yeah. cut differently. Curious. I'm going to have to figure out. I'm going to have to look because I, I tried to find both. Because I, yeah, I, I have the special edition Blu-ray uh, mm -hmm. that's like, I, as far as I know, I think in the commentary, so it was the first time it was released in America, that version. So, hmm. Hmm. Well, that should be interesting. And a nice little gem is also his uh, movie Dead and Buried. I feel up. like I've seen that one. Doesn't have a weird cover of a head above the ground. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's got a very like creep, um, not creep show, but um, tales from the crypt kind of feel. Only like yeah. in a feature film, very EC Comics. I think. I think it's very heavily influenced by EC Comics. I I like this one a yes, lot. Yes, I remember this. It's a great ending. Oh. Nice, nice twist on everything. From my youth. A young Robert England is in it. Yes. Jack yeah, Albertson's right. final film. Whose final film? Uh, Jack Albertson, old uh, character oh, actor. Oh, the guy that was in Willy Walker. Yes, yes. Yeah, Uncle Joe. Mm -hmm. And he's Not great that in I it. Not he was in, but that was like yeah, more, one of my more impressionable films. Yeah, he's great in it. Plays gonna... like the the uh, the guy who's like the the patriarch of the of this village. And... Huh. I highly recommend. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Gary Sherman films. Poltergeist three, not my favorite, but then I also found out that's not. Uh, it's his least favorite movie that he was involved in as well. Very interesting. So, so to all you folks out here who may or may not have come specifically for Gary, hey, hello, Anthony Nato. That was my last name for a little while. Hmm. Big reveal to the world. Any relation to Anthony here? I think so. Anthony, are you related to anybody in Maine? In Maine. Where Troy. people Troy, okay. I'm so, uh, by the way, Troy, I just saw your messages earlier. Our oh, our different Troy. Troy, okay, oh. is a filmmaker. And I'll oh. get back to you after the show. Um, filmmaker, he's got some stuff coming up in the next Severed Limbs. Mm. Hello to Troy. 
Speaking of severed limbs, there's a whole bunch of people talking about a different kind of without your head new entertainment thing. This is next Saturday, excited for Saturday. People yes. talking about Saturdays. So I'll say that. And then our guest is here, Poltergeist uh -huh. OD. So um, well, we'll bring him in here and then I'll talk quick about that. How's that? No. No? Oh, All right, we'll talk about this real quick next Saturday. We'll talk about next Saturday uh, when, when we come back. Yes. We're going to bring Poltergeist OD in here. Boom! What Poltergeist up? OD, music of the month. Welcome to Without Your Head. You guys hear me all right? Yep. Yeah, I hear you great. Cool. I like the Zombie 2 poster or Zombie, depending on... Uh, I think that's the first one there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zombie. I'd show you the rest of the room, but it's literally just like piles of VHSs that I haven't gone through yet. No, that's cool. We're into it. Yeah. Awesome. So, so I heard um, Neil played some one track in particular on the show last week, and I was like, this is amazing. We haven't had anything like it on the show before, so I'm really, really excited and glad you are with us for the month. Which song was it? Uh, Neil, do you remember which one? Uh, it was uh, Shutter exclusive. Nice, yeah. So good. that one took a long time to write. It was. I was super impressed. I'm just hearing all the different references. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm. I don't know how many references are in it. I think it's like 84 or something. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. It's cool because yeah. And there's some like uh, you know deep dive in, uh, mentions in it. You know, it's not just all like uh, you know the real well-known characters. I mean, like that song's probably going to be part of like a series because I have pages and pages and pages of just rhymes for movie titles. Wow. So like, I think I have another one that is about three to four minutes now. So I might just like record that and call it Shutter Exclusive Two or something. I don't know. We'll see. Like so tell me the progression of yourself as a creator, as an artist, when you were a kid. Like, I'm so curious about how you got to where you're at right now as a creator. So I only really started listening to rap in like 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, most of my life, I was like deathcore, death metal. Like, uh, I, I was listening to like Dying Fetus and Suffocation when I was nine years old. So I grew up like playing guitar and studying music that way. And uh, believe it or not, I was just like drunk with two of my best friends in uh, one of their garages. And they were all like rapping like way before me. And I was always like, no, it's not metal. It sucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, one day they were they just convinced me to do it. And I was hammered. I wrote down a verse. I don't know how many bars it was. It definitely wasn't 16. But I like wrapped it to them over a beat and they were like, this is actually really fucking dope. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I can get into this. So I started writing more, getting more serious about it. We started getting shows cause I knew lots of people in the music industry here in Edmonton. Um, yeah. Uh, one day, like I think six years into rapping, just like generally horror core stuff, this dude hits me up uh, and he wants to do a, like a fan made documentary about Michael Myers. And so he asked me as just as a fan, uh, like if I could write a Michael Myers song. So I was like, okay, fine. Like, let me put on one of the movies. I messaged, uh, mock beats in Amsterdam to like make the beat for me. He had it to me within a couple hours. 
took me about two hours to write the whole thing. I just, I was like, what rhymes with Michael Myers? And it turns out like a fucking lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I just like kept going and going. And like, once that song came out, the documentary didn't come out, but uh, like I released the song and I like used the movie footage as the lyric video and just edited it myself. And people seemed to really like it. So I was like, okay, well I'm, I already love horror. Like what else, what else do I have? And I think I did like, uh, the tall man from phantasm after that and yeah it just spiraled from there so um is there a lot of uh horror rap is there a certain term for that yeah Uh, horror core there's actually a lot of it it started in like the mid to late 80s uh it's still going strong like the biggest acts that you would probably know would be like uh like icp okay yeah, yeah Uh, Twisted and stuff like that. But there's like huge guys out there in the underground still doing it, like G Moski, Brother Lynch Hung. Um, I mean, like Three Six Mafia, you could even argue, are like some of the originators of like today's horrorcore sound. So w- when you started doing the music there and you were going to do the one for the um, uh, for the movie, for the documentary, have you done others for, for anyone else? You know, for like their, their uh, movie projects? Uh, just cares hell so far. I mean, like if anybody's out there who makes movies, exactly, and exactly. like a rap song or something, I like, I'm trying to bring it back to like the early two thousands when like you would watch a cheesy horror movie and there would be like a rap song about it at the end. I love like, that. Yeah. Uh, LL Cool J and Deep Blue Sea, like uh <laughs> scary movies, stuff like that. I missed that. Anybody wants that in their movie, hit me up. Yeah. No, I I, lo- I love that in general. Like, uh, there's there's some movies that have like the weird like folk music at the end, but yeah, I, I like any. I like it when they're specific to the movie at the end. I think it's very it's it's uh, got a certain charm to it. Yeah, it's cool. It's just like exclusive to that. Plus, there's like the cross promotion. Like, mm-hmm. I've gotten so many people to watch the movie because I did the song, and like yeah. they see the video and they're like, "Well, this kind of looks good." So, yeah, it's a win win. Like you said, for, for yeah. the movie and and for you. And I've had like fans of the series uh, hit me up and be like, "Yo, that song you did was actually really dope. Like, do you have any more?" And like, yeah, I do. So how, how did that go? Oh, go on, sir. Oh, I was just gonna ask. So, do you play live? Perform? Yeah, all the time. Nice. I've done hundreds of shows. I've opened for like Tech Nine, uh, Swollen Members, Sweatshop Union, uh, Stitches, which was a weird one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I opened for like Twisted and like, uh, yeah, G Moski. I mentioned him earlier. Yeah. And I do, uh, I do intersect art and music festival in high Prairie every year as well. Cause like I, I'm one of the carpenters that helps build the stages. So like, they're like, yeah, you can do a set. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so how did the carousel uh, come about? Um, a mutual friend, Matt Skinner on Facebook. Oh, I know Matt uh, very well. Yeah, he he tagged Steve in something I did. I don't I don't know how it happened, but he like connected us, and then Steve one day was just like, uh, "Hey man, uh, you down to do a song for Carousel 3? And I was already like a big fan of his movies anyway, so I was just like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and Matt Skinner's a big um, big supporter of independent film, uh, independent horror. Yeah, films. he makes me very jealous. <laughs> Yeah, him and his him and his son are producers on tons of things through their support yeah. of, of of indie horror. It's really cool to see that kind of support in the underground. Yeah, absolutely. It's 
it's definitely something that uh, I've learned to appreciate more. The more I am being a part of film festivals, you really get a, a strong sense of that, the community aspect. And even like what you're talking about right now, being a musician and collaborating with other people and people supporting one another's work. It's a great experience. Yeah. And for people, I, you know, sometimes I see people saying there's no good horror movies out and all they mention are like, uh, you know, these like big, the big, like the new conjuring universe movie or something, but there's, yeah, they're, they're totally looking there. over. Yeah. Looking over all these independent horror movies that are out there. Yeah. Like they still make good movies every single year. It's just, you don't watch them cause it's not on the front page of Netflix. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I even like some of that stuff, but I mean, you know, expand your horizons. A lot of good stuff. Nothing wrong with a mainstream movie. It's just like there is other stuff and you can find it easily. You just, I don't know, most people just don't care. And the stuff we grew up with would have been independent movies, you know, of that time, Friday the 13th movies and stuff like that. Oh, hell yeah. They'd be the ones uh, being memed. (laughs) Like Basket Case and stuff like that. Like really weird movies. Yeah. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites, uh, all of ours. Well, I don't know about you, but Annabelle and I's favorites. It's up there for me. Yeah. Actually, I have something real quick. I'll show you. And now he's gonna start thinking things that rhyme with Belial. Oh, is it? Oh Stop my God, it. that's amazing. Oh yeah. This is a hundred percent custom, and uh, wow. his fingernails glow in the dark, which is cool. That's, that's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I can't even tell jealous. you. I can't even tell you who made it for me. Some guy in California. He, I found him on Etsy when Etsy was like first starting, and he like took his page down and almost immediately after I got this. So I was like, I don't even remember the dude's name. Damn. Wow. Yeah, uh, you used to be able to get real. Like you still can. We got to really weed through a lot of people just selling mass produced stuff on Etsy. Yeah. It's it's good and bad. Like I found like lots of cool stuff on there, but like you know lots of trash. Yeah, that's what bracelet on there. Huh. My Hellraiser bracelet. It's a lot of cool no. stuff still hanging out on Etsy. I it's don't the think there's. It's not know where to find it. Yeah, mm. we take the time to find it. So, are we ever going to get a basket case track? Hopefully, eventually. I'm just gonna keep like i have a huge list like people ask me to do something and i'll like okay i'll write it down like i'm i'm supposed to be doing christine and i've been saying it for like a year and a half but like it's hard to write as a female car Mm. (laughs) so like it's giving me a bit of trouble it's gonna come out one day Uh, i just finished writing um a hellraiser track for pinhead um I have that Stephen King song. That's not public yet, but you guys can play it as much as oh, you want. Oh, I actually had it lined up to play uh, for the closing track, really, actually. Yeah. So. It's all good. Yeah. It, it'll say uh, special guest Poltergeist OD and Gary Sherman at the end, but I can't yeah. edit here in the middle of the show. Yeah, it's fine. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, that's a really cool track, and I did not know it wasn't uh, public. Oh, yeah, no, I... Like, I'm working on a video for it, but I have to download every single Stephen King movie. So, like, I don't have the hard drive space to do it. So, I have to, like, do them one at a time, clip down the scenes that I need, and then, like, delete delete the movie. <laughs> oh. oh, so you can't even find clips? Like, maybe off YouTube you could find certain clips you'd want? or uh, Yeah, but, like, 
I don't know. Sometimes people leave like watermarks. Sometimes but, it's yeah, not the I, like, yeah. aspect ratio and like shitty quality. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd rather just have like a 1080p version or 720 if I can. And it's also more fun that I think about to find a clip that everyone hasn't seen a million times. Yeah. And like, if I'm referencing something like super specific, what are the chances of me finding the exact like four seconds I need on right. YouTube? Yeah. Uh, Facebook user, uh, Joseph Walsh, he had asked, uh, why don't they make a Christine two? Are they not remaking it? I think they're remaking it, but I think he's, yeah. I think he's asked instead of remaking it, just do a sequel. A second. Yeah. Cause it does end with like the idea that the car is still alive. I think a sequel would have been much better and like, you know, present time. So yeah. It still it works. Like it, it's a car. You can you can make a car look nice. Yeah, and it could it could have taken it you know decades to actually get back into because uh, it's compressed at the end of the original. Uh, there is sort of a sequel to Christine in in Stephen King's books because it's uh, it comes back in uh, Needful Things. That's uh, one of my favorite Stephen King books. Yeah, they never exactly say it's Christine, but it's. Um, uh, they go and pick the car up in Salem, and I. It's funny because I I've been reading them all uh, for the first time, and uh, so I just read Christine, then I read um, Needful Things, and and as soon as they get in the car, they reference uh, the same saying uh, that everyone who got into who was like possessed by Christine said like the car smells a certain way, and I was like, oh, this car is supposed to be Christine, which I thought was a very it was very cool because it's it's there, but it's not like spelled out for you. So what got you into horror to begin with? People have different, like we have some actors and people on who don't necessarily like horror. They're just there because they're actors or performers or whatever. But obviously you went this path for a reason. What gave you the love of horror? Uh, well, when I was like six, I think my dad showed me it. And I, I don't know. He like explained like movie effects and makeup and stuff like that to me first. So I was more so like interested in it than scared so like and i grew up next to a family who were horror collectors so oh. yeah like they would invite me over and like i saw child's play at a really young age i saw jack frost when it first came out uh yeah just like living next to them it's jack really. frost and, with the killer snowman not not when the dad comes back as the snowman yeah not the happy one mm -hmm. no have you guys seen the sequel to that horror Jack Frost? It's oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was a little... Pretty strange. I love it. Yeah. But I love it too. It's hard to get. It's hard to get somebody into both those movies because like the first one's like iconic, but uh -huh. then you put on the other one and like most people are just like, "What the hell is this?" That's one of the snowballs, right? Yeah. What's that? The second one has all the little snowball dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That was a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love him too. So it's, it's fun. It's definitely my favorite uh, snowman in the shower, like a uh, rape scene ever in a film. Yeah, like no. top ten at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, uh, both of us uh, have a soft spot for all Christmas horror movies, good or bad. So uh, I'm a, a big fan of both of those. Me too. I love Christmas movies. Are some of my favorite. Like, I have a specific shelf in my house, just, like, there's the Christmas section. Christmas oh, just Christmas, not just Christmas. horror. Yeah, like, all like all the, it's, uh, 
it's by genre and alphabetical because I'm a psycho. But yeah, it's it's yeah, just there's all the Christmas movies. Amazing. What are here some of the traditional, more traditional and mainstream Christmas movies you like? Uh, I love Elf. With Will Ferrell, I, I think that's one of the best uh, modern Christmas. I I call it modern. I guess it's not that modern anymore, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Die Hard. <laughs> I, I'm I'm with you. I give it to the people who want that's it. That's like a. Uh, do I say it? So uh. A few years ago when I was in L.A. and we went to um, uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, theater, um, the New Beverly, and it was Christmas Eve and they showed uh, Die Hard for Christmas Eve. And watching it again, it definitely is a Christmas movie. The the whole score is Christmas uh, music, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I say it, it's definitely a Christmas movie. I'm still on the Batman. Is it Batman Returns? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, like that—that's technically a Christmas movie. It's set during Christmas, and like yeah. it is like it's—it's it's mentioned. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Mentioned once, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> was, Good enough I, for me. People should take it if they want it. If you have a Christmassy movie that is your Christmas movie, have it. yeah. I mean, I'm getting Christmas drunk. <laughs> Great. How about the best? Uh, how about your favorite Christmas horror film specifically? Santa Slay, easily. Oh, with Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg. <laughs> that was actually filmed uh, like around here in my area, like uh, Fort Mac, Edmonton. Did you know uh, the time? Because I know a lot of times you'll find out some movie was filmed near you, and you didn't even realize it was happening. Uh, I don't even think I lived here when uh, they filmed it. I was I grew up in Newfoundland, like way east oh. of Canada. Yeah, yeah, very near nearer to me. Mm-hmm. I think it was something about the Bay of Fundy the other day. I think that's near you. I <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, Amanda Cooling says hello. Hey, Amanda, nice to see you. This was about earlier, but uh, Black uh, Marla did want to uh, say that they uh, absolutely love Deathline. Black a lot of nostalgia yeah. uh, for raw meat. I was actually going to watch Dead and Buried tonight. It's it's great. I really. Uh, I I'll be honest. I don't think I'd seen it before. It's uh it has a very EC Comics feel. It feels like a, a long version of um of a Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I feel that. Great, yeah, great twist. Uh, Stan Winston does the uh, the effects. Oh. See, I just remember it from being a kid. That was one of those ones before I was banned from renting horror movies at that oh. store. My mom reported me. Really? <laughs> She's like, don't rent those movies to my child. I had to get my mom to rent them for me. No, I have the I had the opposite. Horror friendly family. My mom actually went to the, the uh, video store and filled out a form that I could rent anything I wanted. Nice. Yeah, you know, like I couldn't get NC seventeen movies, I guess, but or X. I don't know if there was since NC seventeen was a kid, but I couldn't rent X rated. I got Blood Sucking Freaks, and that was NC seventeen. They rented me and my friend Blood Sucking Freaks. Yeah, no one ever stopped me. Maybe from you were in junior high. Maybe. 
Well, that's like, uh, like I grew up in a small town called Carboneer, and we had one movie theater that played one movie at a time, and like they didn't, they didn't care. I, I walked into a bunch of R-rated movies. They were like, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. Give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was never carded for anything until uh, I was forty, and we went to see uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, nice. we went to a restaurant. That was when we went to the restaurant. It's just yeah. a normal restaurant in the middle of the day. He's got gray in his beard. I think he dyes it away now. But he had gray in his beard, and they're like, we need to see your ID. He only had a like a non-driver ID that they weren't going to accept, although it was a perfectly legal ID. Yeah, it's, it's a state ID. They wanted us oh, yeah? yeah? That's yeah. weird. But we put up a... I put up a fight. Yeah, she's much more confrontational. But yeah, she's like, he's got gray in his beard. I yeah, know. no, I, I find it weird when I get carded too, because like I have a face tattoo, like my hands are covered in tattoos. I have the beard, like I don't know, do I look seventeen? <laughs> I don't know what what movie it was, but we were I was carded at a movie we went to once, and and they didn't card you because I even said, "Why did you card her?" Oh, that's a fight right there. Exactly, exactly. Hurry. <laughs> Uh, Lynn Marie says, uh, good evening. So where did the poltergeist OD uh, name come from? I, I was saying earlier that it's just, you know, your given name. Yeah, no, my parents were very cool. Yeah. Big horror fans. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, so obscene division was the group, uh, th those guys that I started rapping with, I'm still best friends with them. We're working on a new album, first album since like, 2014 so i'm excited about that but we were we're called obscene division mm -hmm. and uh so that's where the od comes from i was just poltergeist but like nobody could find me online oh because yeah so i was like well i my my instagram my uh slasher account like twitter and everything it's all poltergeist underscore od so i was like why don't i just call myself poltergeist od like i've heard dumber names <laughs> That's it's something I never name though. Yeah, that's something I never thought about until uh, recently. People started bringing up to me was more in the festivals of movies that you need a name that is that you can Google, and you know it won't just be yeah. like eight thousand. So if you call a movie killer, it's like well you're not going to find that because you yeah. know that's everywhere. Yeah, being findable is like that's the game when you're a musician. So. And for a while, I remember going to festivals and they kept saying you, you wanted uh, a, a name that was high up in the alphabet because this was when Redbox was popular. And so it was all alphabetical. And so I, I, I told the guys, like, why don't you just make the movie Aardvark? And he did not find it funny. But I thought it was funny. You didn't find that hilarious. <laughs> I found it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> he just looked at me. Aaron the Aardvark. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be number one on Redbox. Perfect. So are you just are you a big fan of Poltergeist then? Huge fan of Poltergeist. Favorite Poltergeist? Uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> just all three. I love all three. So like I and like I always watch them together. Like it's never like, oh maybe I'll watch two today. It's always like, boom, I gotta watch the whole thing. Yeah, one long story. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever done that. Every everything I see is usually like it into a space of time i should carve out some time and watch 
It is really well, interesting to watch uh, um, franchises back to back to back. Um, some of some of them really work. Some of them, you know, it's weird because they are so different. You know, could we legally? I don't know. I, I love doing it. If we're talking over it and do commentary, can we legally watch those together, Neil? Um, probably not on YouTube. I mean, we could. Uh, we could try on a kick or something. I know it's. Uh, you know, if it's transformative, like legally, you should be get around it, but. Uh, YouTube is is very fickle with things. So. YouTube. Yeah, but that's why we're I've been doing more stuff on Kick for uh, as far as the movie stuff. It flies under the radar for now. For Hopefully. now, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I've had trouble with all these uh, websites lately. I uh, my wrestling page completely wiped out on on TikTok. Brutal. Um, yeah, getting stuff kicked off Amazon, T-shirts, I don't know. It's just... uh, well, because I use the footage from the movies in my in my videos, like, I'll never be monetized. I'm okay with that, though. It's not like, like I don't plan on getting famous, because personally, I think it would suck anyway, but, like, let's you be honest. You be right with the footage. I make horrorcore rap about old 80s movies, so, like, eh, it's probably not going to go that far. <laughs> Perfect time, people that are into the, that at that generation and appreciate that generation of movies are hitting their financial peak. Mm -hmm. They want to reclaim that. So this is your time. This is your time to thrive. It just give me all your money. If you're watching this video, <laughs> just send me money. Do you know It'll mostly be spent on McDonald's and beer. I promise you, I will spend some of it on music. Do you go to, um, have you connected with any conventions yet to perform at any of the ones that showcase? No, I really, really want to. Mm. Just waiting for the financial availability, you know? Because, mm. like, I got to, I got to, like, take, I don't know. I want to do, like, two months off of work and just, like, travel the states and go to all the cons and just, like, have CDs, cards, thumb drives, whatever, and just, like, spread the name. Because, like, those are my people, and it's hard to reach them online because, like, just as a rapper, it's hard to get people to check you out because, like, there's so many shitty rappers out there that were, like, people are already kind of jaded and, like, don't want to listen to new ones. I get it. It's, it's uh, too bad uh, Rock and Shock is no longer around for many reasons, but uh, it was one of – it's a local – was local to us, us in Worcester, sort of local. And um, so during the day, it was a horror movie convention, and at night, it, they would have concerts, and it was always yeah. horror They'd start that early before the conventions even en en ended because it'd be the venue for uh, it was a big venue for the convention, and then there's a totally separate um, it's a theater for like people go to shows at that theater, and they run through like they'd have a headline like when there was blah, there was ministry, there was um, ICP was one year ICP there was Doyle there was well, I don't like but. One um, year it was uh, it was Alice Cooper with uh, yeah. with Rob Zombie, which was pretty yeah. big. Yeah. Wow! So like, if I could have got on a show like that, that would have. Yeah, because we had, we were friends with someone at the time who you know, opened up for Guar. Like they got booed because they weren't Guar, but still, like you know, you're, yeah. you're there and yeah. It's crazy how some fans will just like turn on anything that's not the band <laughs> they paid to see. Like yeah. System of a Down fans are so bad for it. <laughs> Really? 
they booed Mars Volta when they were here. Like Mars oh. Volta is one of the best musicians ever. That's crazy. Kane Hodder oh. has a twisted uh, tattoo, so if you can get your music to Kane Hodder, he might be into it. I, yeah, I I just got to write a Friday the Thirteenth song. Make him very oh. about the about the the ones that Kane plays, uh, Jason. Yeah, just like pander to him specifically. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's probably too late this year, but I just looked up to see what kinds of which cons have what, and the Monster Expo, which uh, a couple of people we know is doing, they do. Um, I guess they're doing music stuff. It's but a cool convention because right it's really the growing over the last couple of years. It would be right. so cool to do a horror convention because, like, then I get to nerd out and buy a bunch of stuff. Plus, like, just performing for my exact audience would be fun. Yes. So I, I see the, we mentioned the zombie poster in the background, and we saw the Belial. So what kind of stuff do you collect? Just anything? <sighs> Movie from... stuff. Yeah. Just everything. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I collect a lot of, like, I collect uh, Happy Meal toys still, and I, like, oh, keep really? the packages and everything. Yeah. Uh, you... I keep the boxes and everything. I don't know if I probably can't find them in this mess right now but yeah like i i break down the boxes and have like folders of those as well so like in the future if anybody's like looking for happy meal toys i have them sealed with the box like it's i don't know no i like it yeah what what do you say what are some of your favorite uh toys from the happy meals just like the 90s stuff like the hercules plates awesome Mm mm-hmm uh, there used to be these like Beetleborg watches. You like opened them up and they played sound clips and stuff. Did you get yeah. that weird grimace that had like six eyes that was in the adult Happy Meal like last year? Uh, no, I don't think we got it in Canada. I think that uh, was like an American thing. It was so weird. Did you see it? Oh, I was so stoked I, about it too. I was like, man, I'm getting this right now. I and couldn't. Then, I uh, couldn't. I could never find. They were always sold out every time I would go. The, the, the adult happy shakes. Yeah, like they the never prepare for the wave of nerds that are going to come buy this stuff. So I'm talking about that wave can go to Poltergeist OB. And they should. They should. Four, he's four items, sorry, not six. Items. Maybe you could design a Happy Meal related <laughs> graphic for your album. Or like a t-shirt or something. Yes. And like all the proceeds go to me eating more Happy Meals. Yes. Yeah. That would kill. People would like it. The, the I would do. Sense of humor. Yeah, I think you could really pull in people just by saying you're going to eat. And, like, everybody who buys one, like, I'll send you a picture of me eating a Happy Meal. Yes. That's perfect. People will love it. <laughs> Sweet. It. Yeah. Brainstorming session. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at this. What? My marketing team. These guys were what so whacked. Smiley face guy. Yeah, I, that was the, always the thing. Like I was like, man, if I do end up getting him, I'm probably going to get this idiot with the... With the... <laughs> I still think it's dope. <laughs> like, who the hell is that guy? I like I don't it, know. it doesn't make any sense. Oh, what? is he supposed to be like a cookie? Like, oh, oh maybe. Is he a McNugget with legs? I can't think of anything else. Now, where the hell's cool? Mayor McCheese? I don't think Mayor McCheese is around anymore. That's my favorite Mayor McCheese. Flea Market, that was on the box? I I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. 
I just remember they were, yeah, yeah, it is on them. I'm not sure what that means, but weird. Yep, that was the adult Happy Meals, and they were they were so big they sold out. So then they never brought them back, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I don't know. what do I know? I uh, I have like a stack of like forty of those uh, Pokemon cards still unopened. Oh, and those I heard they're anything? bringing them back too. Like I heard, like they're coming back soon. So I'm stoked about that. Are you just nerding, about, nerding about McDonald's toys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got someone over here. For AIDS, Dead Man Dave. The puppet, ba- the Muppet Babies, McDonald's toys from the '80s were my fave, and he was five. Hell yeah! His youth. <laughs> I have toys from like. The 60s and 70s. Wow. Like old Hot Wheels and stuff like that. When did they start doing uh, Happy Meals with toys? No idea. I'd have to look that up. Have you guys ever gone down the rabbit hole of like most unique McDonald's in the world? Because like anybody can buy one or like buy a building and turn it into a McDonald's. No, that's really. It's such a fun rabbit hole. Like I'll just tell you a few. Like, there's the UFO one in Roswell. Like, most people know about that. But, like, New Zealand has one that's just, like, a fucking plane up on an angle. And they, like, turned it into a McDonald's and you can go eat in it. It's nothing. It's like a paper mache plane. It, it's <laughs> old. Well. I'm looking at it. It's got panels like wood. It's that's so sick. Crazy. Now that would be a that would be a fun video series to go travel to all the unique McDonald's and you know film. Yeah, I mean, like there. there's there's one you can't get to because it's on like an army base. Oh, which is like the forbidden McDonald's. Like that's where <laughs> I want to go the boat. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of yeah. I see the plane one. Yeah, Chicago. I didn't realize that song was a reference to something. Rock and Roll McDonald's. Does everybody here know who's Rock and Roll McDonald's? Wesley Willis? Yes! Yeah! Yes. One of the great performers of all time. He had a he had a bump on his forehead because like everybody he'd meet, instead of shaking their hand, he'd like headbutt them. <laughs> so he had like this big permanent like purple mark here. Who's egg? Dave Deadman wants to know what kind of toy belongs in an adult Happy Meal. You know. <laughs> he says he, he says, look at the next one. I think we all I, know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Man, now I want to I want to uh, get the uh, the Mayor McCheese fleshlight. I'm going to start a, <laughs> a GoFundMe to get this created. You can get like a little nugget butt plug. <laughs> People are refreshing right now to like see when you put that up. <laughs> like I'm getting my money ready right now. <laughs> Maybe I just make it as a t-shirt. I'm sure I get sued or something. Probably. Yeah, you're probably gonna cease and desist, and then what's the worst? You just take it down and stop selling it. <laughs> that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. You just gotta rename it creatively. Yeah, right. like all these bands that do like mickey mouse art and like simpsons and like i see ninja turtles band shirts a lot mm-hmm. they just do it until they tell them to stop yeah yeah yeah. i like it mm-hmm. had that ever happened to you as anything anything you put out there anyone say hey what are you doing uh like when i first put out a mixtape with uh obscene division 
we used like a bunch of beats we got on YouTube and I got a couple of copyright strikes, but like that's that's it so far. Cool. They told me that I won't get paid for my lyric videos, but whatever, I don't care. In it for the love. I mean, like I make some money off of like Spotify and stuff like that, and I'm I'm dropping merch pretty soon, so nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. Where do you? And I have a job. Like it's it's. I'm not like going broke rapping. Good. <laughs> Good. Swear Although I'd probably be better if I was. Is that your own shirt you're wearing? No, this is August Burns Red. This is a metalcore band. Oh, cool. Yeah, I couldn't quite. I only saw the top of it. I feel yeah, like it's pretty cool. Um, get out. I had a nightmare about sharks last night. About sharks? I of sharks. I had a terrible nightmare with sharks last night. I haven't had a shark nightmare in years. But anyway, it's... I can't remember dreaming about sharks ever. Oh, it's awful. I was, I lived near the beach and I was in a car going along and you could kind of look down at the ocean and I could see a big animal, like a water animal. And I realized it was a shark because it has very particular fins and I wanted to doubt it. And I said something to the other person in the car and they're like, oh, it's a shark. And so I'm looking at it. And it's just doing its thing. And then there was another one doing its thing as we went up the coast. And then there was just, just like your shirt, this giant, like, bigger than a building, way bigger than a building, giant shark just was like, Aah! but then a giant gorilla comes from the side and smashes it. It's probably one of the coolest dreams of my life, to be honest. <laughs> It's like Kaiju. There you go. That's the next. That's the next King Kong movie. Yes. King Kong versus Megalodon. Yes. <laughs> Somebody work on it. Exactly. Gotta, that's what we'll make at when all the um, when all the flashlight money comes in from yeah. the, uh, Mayor McCheese. We're gonna have to take this video down because there's too many golden ideas here. <laughs> We're full of wonderful ideas. Yeah. Yeah. It's full of some. Somebody's buying URLs right now. <laughs> Mayor McGee's flashlight.com. And yeah. <laughs> it's a very specific. Uh... <laughs> I, love, I love that there's a whole website for it. Like you're not just selling it. This is like a whole brand. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. Poltergeist said, so where, uh, where can you follow your stuff on Spotify or... Uh, just any streaming app you use, uh, Poltergeist Space OD. I'm on Spotify, uh, Amazon, Apple Music, uh, Deezer, Tidal, all the weird ones. I'm on Napster. No, really? I didn't realize yeah. Napster was still around. I, I think that I think that they're like on their way out now, but like they were paying artists like the most out of all the streaming services really? for a while. Yeah, so like, hell yeah. Yeah, that came full, full circle. It was the one that, you know, everyone was against, and then it was paying people. Uh, so like people looking me up for the first time, I suggest YouTube, just Poltergeist Space OD, you'll find me. Just because I like, like I reference a lot of like deep stuff in these movies, and just the video kind of helps like mm. emphasize some stuff that I'm trying to hit. 
so I, ju- I don't know. I just always find that that's like the best way to like experience what I do for the first time. And then go follow me on Spotify because that out that actually pays. Not well, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Is this poltergeist OD a person with an eyeball floating out of their dismembered head? Probably, yeah. That sounds like me. All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And if someone uh, was interested to have you do, you know, a theme song or uh, you know something uh, movie wise or something, how would they contact you? Social media. I'm on Facebook poltergeist space od i'm on everything else as poltergeist underscore od i'm on uh twitter instagram slasher tiktok but i don't really use tiktok so oh. don't mess with me there slasher still exist yeah it's, it's going I, strong it's good yeah i love it They're, they've been updating constantly and like really? it doesn't lag like it used to and like oh, there's, yeah. a, there's the a way upload. bigger community now Wow. Yeah, I started I was on looking there, like, for you guys on it because I was going to tag you in some posts, but like, yeah, yeah you, should, you should get back yeah. on that. Yeah, it yeah, was there, with... and then I was like, I don't know about this, but. Shout out to Damon from Slasher. First, first, first started. Cool. Yeah, I have a, yeah, we have a Without Your Head uh, page, I believe. I, I know I have a, I think it was Without, it was either Nasty Neal or Without Your Head. I think it was Without Your Head, but I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get that back up. Nice. I dig it. And I like the idea of um, because I've helped without your heads helped out uh, some other like mo- it's mostly punk bands that do a lot of horror stuff. So um, I'd be happy to put your name in if it, you know anyone's looking for music for their uh, for their movie projects. That'd be much appreciated. I'm like really trying to get into movies just because like I don't know it's always been my thing and like melding music and movies would be like the perfect thing for me i guess yeah. no, and exactly what you said i think it's a it's a win-win for everybody uh people get cool music uh that they you know and then and you get you know the recognition so i think it works out for everybody yeah i love the cross promotion i love telling people to watch this movie yeah and like them actually doing it like a couple of my friends have already ordered copies i'm gonna get like i'm gonna buy a box of them and just like give them out to all my friends nice but if they want me to sign it, <laughs> then they have to pay the big buck. Yeah, fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, or a cool McDonald's toy. Yeah, a Mayor McCheese flashlight or bust. <laughs> do you sell? Uh, do you sell shirts and stuff out there? Yes, actually, I do have some previews for merch that will be available on the site soon it's gonna be it's gonna be soon guys i've been telling people for like five years i've been working on this but i wear oh, these oh, wow. the not shirts or something. he's got some pretty rocking shoes here Crazy. yeah that's like the chainsaw i got the obscene division logo here oh. nice yeah, those so are great custom-made shoe yeah uh, I got these shirts. I'm not sure how well you can see them in the, because they're like kind of dark. Oh, you can see it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I got these as well. Well, those nice. are cool. Yeah, because they're not just. Uh, it's like all over design. I like that. Yeah, it's on the front and the back, and uh, there's this. I might have to back up. Oh wow! It's fantastic. 
I like all these. Uh, and there's the uh, there's the OD on the back as well. Nice. What's the what's the story of this OD? It's very particular. What is the image? Like the font? It's just uh, like my fiance does all these designs. By the way. Oh, cool. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I love like death metal and stuff like that. So I just like center a bunch of like sharp logos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, make me stuff like this. <laughs> I'm looking at it, I'm like, this looks like two faces, and there's an eyeball in there. And there's yeah. a, you probably can't tell very well on this, but like some of these little dots that are in the P and the O and the L and everything like that, those are the constellation for uh, Pegasus. Oh, oh wow. wow, that's awesome. I love doing stuff like that in art. It's like throwing in yeah, those yeah, things yeah. that other people might know. I love about. logos that like, I don't know, I guess, like, have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose Pegasus Constellation? She chose it for me. Oh. Did she tell you uh, why she chose it? Oh, man. I wish I did know that right now. <laughs> but uh, I have a song called Pegasus where, like, uh, the whole song, like, uh, references it and then right before I obviously am about to say it, I like don't say it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of thought that that would be cool because like it's kind of hidden in the logo, so like hide it in the song as well. Interesting. I like it. Which is this on a particular album? Oh, it's my zodiac is a horse. Chinese oh, yeah. zodiac. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Horse. There we go. The horse. Where did I find you here? So it is. Oh, I do not. Oh, maybe. Is that that's not on Spotify? I don't believe. Oh, maybe. What song? That one in particular. Uh, Pegasus. It should be on Spotify. Oh, maybe it's just not on the. Um, what album is it on? It's not on an album. It's a single. I don't really like do albums a lot. I'm working on some now, but I was just like focusing on like just song by song and just release it when it's done. Got it. You could uh, you could put them together for a themed album. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Like once I have like twenty horror movie songs, just like compile them. Yeah. I like the idea. I'm sure, like, if I like do shows, some like people would love to buy CDs. It's crazy how many people still buy physical media, but like my friends still sell CDs at shows, and I'm like, man, I should get some press stuff. I have to yeah. say that I, if I go because there, I have too many T-shirts, a CD is pretty small. It's useful. I I feel like I'm actually supporting. I get that everything, all the money goes to the same place, but I feel more like I'm supporting music. Plus, it's cool to, like, go back on your old CD collection and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this, and, like, pop pop it in. Like, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, and if you have a cool album cover, you know, it's cool to sit around. You can yeah. you know, look at Once it. Once that, like, fold out into po- posters, like, oh, those, those are cool. Lyrics on the inside covers. That's something I like. Mm-hmm. Especially for metal. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) might need to read that (laughs) i'm curious what how that what that comes up now on on youtube 
What comes what you up? just said? Well, because it, it it puts like oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the caption. Yeah. Right, right. I've actually watched some of my videos with that, and they get it completely wrong. But it is hilarious, and I might do like a reaction video to it one day. It's funny you mentioned because um, so Adobe added this new program. It's a uh, podcast AI, and it um, remasters audio. And so I tried it on some old episodes that have really bad audio from 2005, and it was like amazing. I was like, "Holy shit, this is good!" And but then someone told me just have to be careful because sometimes it changes the words. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to this like four hour podcast to make sure all the words are correct. So yeah, and then what do you do? Like toss it in a program and edit over it, and yeah, then master like... it again, <laughs> right? Or you just pop in, and it's like, and then it's like clearly you just saying, you know, wizard, and then <laughs> that, that might actually be hilarious too, and like put it in the description that you mastered it with AI. <laughs> exactly. So I, I didn't know it actually. I just thought it cleaned it up, but apparently it'll even change. I don't know. It's very bizarre. Interesting. But it does. Computers are taking over, man. They are. They are. Uh, some of it's good, I think. I mean, yeah. not necessarily taking the taking over part, but uh, some of this stuff is useful. What do you think about AI coming into the arts? Uh, I mean, like, what are you going to do? I can't stop it. It sucks because, like, now, like, artists don't even have to make a song to have a hit. Yeah. And, like, like I heard a song. It was, like, The Drake or The Drake, The Weeknd and Drake. And, like, it sounded like a song that those two would do together. And I heard Drake was pissed about it. But, like, what are you going to do, man? Like, it's already out on the Internet. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, they did that with um, who's the guy who does uh, Red Right Hand? Um, Nick Cave. Nick yeah, Cave. They, yeah. Yeah, they, and he got really pissed. But if you read the lyrics, it, it you know it's like, oh, this would have been something he wrote. It's very, it's very weird though. Wow. And I also saw stuff where they fed in like some all these uh, comedians, and it didn't you know say it, but it wrote out all these jokes, and it sounded you know you just read it like, oh yeah, this sounds like stuff. This. Like from, you know, George Carlin or whoever. Wow. It's very weird. It's going to be hard to tell what's real and fake in the future. And also artists are just like. Well, what's the value of people at that point? It's like if yeah. entertainment can be. I mean, like they just announced uh, Brightburn 2 is going to be written by AI. And it's like, so you're just going to take people out of art. Like the one thing that like we get to express and we're just we're tired of it <laughs> because they don't care about the expressing they care about the consuming and if they don't yeah. need us to express it makes yeah and let's be honest like the general person doesn't care how much effort was put into a song or a movie they just want to see or hear what they already watch or listen to but different you know which like AI will help with because AI is just taking suggestions from all other source material and making the most generic what you would like thing. Mm -hmm. So if that's all people care about, then, you know, it works for them. Yeah. For, lots of guests said like, it'll be like, like procedurals, like, um, you know, like law and order, those kind of shows where there is like a set kind of formula, like that kind of stuff would be able to, you know, eventually that's probably how they'll write those because it's kind of how they're written in a way anyway. You know, a certain formula. 
yeah. like CSI. But I mean, like, you're not going to get like really forward, like edgy, off the wall mm-hmm. stuff. You're going to get the same thing you've heard a million times, just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird to me to see. Um... Like uh, I, I I have a lot of you know movie friends who were like really pro. I get the um for like I was saying with the AI that fixes the audio. I get how that's helpful instead of going through and doing all that. But um to actually create all these things to write everything or uh, it's very weird to see a lot of people like very pro that. A lot of people. I I I'm um I, I see a lot of not. Not the majority of people, but I do see a lot of people in favor of it. I think that's very if you're strange. using it as a tool, I, I can see that as well. Because like, let's say like uh, you have a premise and you type it in, it spits out whatever to you, and then you go in and edit that to your preferences. Like, maybe that's not so bad. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Like, I I, I write everything. I'm not gonna type in. Here's what I want to talk about, and then like wrap it to me, computer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's but as you said earlier, the, I mean we're not gonna no matter who's against it, it's not gonna be stopped once it started. So yeah, it's yeah. it's already it's in the air now. We just need creator enclaves, like the conventions. Yeah, there are a lot of conventions like Monster. Uh, be like the places where we go. And just create stuff for ourselves. Yeah, but unfortunately, the we need people more with people the... who are like willing to go outside and do things now too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I got lazy as hell during COVID. Like I didn't do anything, and then like when I f- finally got back to work and back to like music and stuff, I found it exhausting for the first few months. Yeah, I was in school and internship. I didn't get away with no no things i just walked a lot definitely i think it's covid absolutely has contributed to that i know with people i work with relatives that it changed a lot because it wasn't just that we weren't going out it's that we were learning ways to stay engaged being inside yeah that had to replace whatever it was we used to do outside. So now there are all these ways to just be inside and not have to go out. Yeah. And if you don't have to, most people won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's when I, we started using zoom for the show. I mean, it's a weird example, but still it's like that. I think zoom, you know, we're using Streamyard, but zoom like really rose during, uh, during COVID. Oh yeah. That like, I think was barely a thing. I think they just hit it just right that they were, getting that going and then it was because i was using it all the time for school and internship and uh it changed very quickly to adapt to the new world did you guys see any of the zoom movies no zoom and skype movies i think one was called host Mm -hmm. Hmm. i thought that was cool like it's like somebody had to be on their feet and like how can we make there's, this work anyway? There's a lot of creative stuff that came out of that period where there was specific stuff that like that movie's actually made with Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but people a lot of out of the outside of the box things like how how do we still create something when we all can't to get get together and make it? And yeah, lots of podcasts were born. Mm-hmm. 
Lots of podcasts were born. A lot of great um, audio shows boomed, like stuff that I can't even think of anything to reference from the olden days, like The Shadow, The Shadow Knows, and there were all these great audio audio podcasts of, of stories and wonderful serials and spooky stories that was like serialized or ones that were um a person just telling the story there's old gods of appalachia amazing 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 horror story it's one guy who's doing it that grew from just a small small thing and now they travel around the country giving live shows uh, a lot of stuff like that came out. That was a, a very new thing that got tapped into during COVID, which I'm gl- I'm glad that happened. Considering how horrible everything was, that was a good thing to come from it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it shows, you know, people will always need to be creative. And not only people want to be creative, but people also want that, you know, want something to be entertained. Yes. Desire for storytelling. And so I just heard can... that they're bringing Buffy back with most of the original actors as an audible. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm stoked. Very cool. That's exciting. When yeah, I, I... Buffy went on for a long time. I feel like it did. I remember. And the then, then there was Angel as well, and they did like tons right. of crossover stuff. There's like a specific way you have to watch them together to get like the whole story in order, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. When I mentioned reading a lot of King books recently, it was all on audible and um, it was all audiobooks. Listen, I was out walking and I listened to listen, flew through, you know, a lot of his, his uh, books. I and like just a lot of classic horror like, stuff that I've never listened to. Like read. the sound effects, the accents, and just like the different elements they, they can put into it. It's, I'm not going to say it's better than reading because I don't want to get shot, but like, <laughs> I love it. I, I think it's just I like a, just a different <laughs> angle to experience something. And uh, Stephen King and his son, they're, they're pro audiobook. So when any, there are people who yell at me about doing the audiobooks, and that's not really reading, but if it's good for King and his son, then I, I think, you know, that's a good endorsement. It's, As Stephen King said, it's the oldest form. He's yeah. King has said it's the oldest form of storytelling. Is mm-hmm. back in the day, you sat around the fire and told stories. Yeah, that's what a book is. It's just written down, and I like. I mean, a movie is just a play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. The way you just said that of it's just written down is you know storytelling once in a once upon a time was meant to be for this big audience. They would just pay attention to what was being said out loud. Books happen because you could reach more people and there wasn't really opportunity to interact in that way. So now it's become where you can interact with your voice. I don't know. I just think it's really interesting how all of these different elements of what's important to this are kind of shifting a little bit. Uh Rematching in new ways. So and I think if you really break it down, what's important is is the actual story that you're reading or listening. It's not necessary that it's on paper or whatever. I mean, the most important thing is that the story lives on. There's even the people who are like, oh, you're reading it on a screen? That's different than reading it on a page. Which, like, I understand that, like, there's the physical feel, the smell. There's, like, things about it that 
would be attractive, but like reading it on a different platform isn't going to make the book different. It's not right. going to make your brain consume it differently. It's mm. just, that's a problem. I wonder if when the printing press was like invented, were people like, what are you doing reading that? You only should read handwritten parchment. <laughs> They're taking like cursive out of schools now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a thing of the past. I will say, We've I wasted will. our years. I will say, in, in when I first saw that, I was like, oh, that's cur-. But then I thought about it. Besides, in my adult life, besides signing my name, have I ever used cursive? And I'm like, I don't think I ever use it. So. Yeah, like the second computers came out, I was like, yeah, we're done writing. I remember, yeah. I like to write. But do you write in cursive? I don't have, I don't know what I write in. Sometimes. <laughs> cursive and sometimes it doesn't oh it's kind of like an amalgamation yeah yeah it's just a mess it's a mess i'm glad i use my phone to write because i have terrible handwriting like i would not be able to read it especially if i was drunk when i thought of it like oh what does this note say oh it's just a picture of a unicorn i don't know what to do with it Uh, I want. uh, do they uh, they must teach you just how to sign your name though i guess instead of teaching you how to write everything. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, some people's signatures aren't even... Like, mine's mostly just, like, a scribble, but I do it the same way every time. It's, like, mm-hmm. the same scribble. Yep. Right. I wonder how they will develop signatures over time. Capital block letters for everything. Sometimes, Paul. Sometimes. They'll probably just spell their name. <laughs> like, just... Yeah. <laughs> That's what you'll just like you'll you'll just put your thumbprint and they'll zap it. Well, maybe you'll have a touch thing. Don't they already have Mm. those like hand chips where like they scan your hand and you could pay for something? Probably. I don't know. Maybe that was like a prototype I was reading about. I (laughs) thought something like that a while ago. I started using the fingerprint thing on my phone and I'm anxious about it. I'm scared. Yeah. That so is cute. interesting. I wonder, like, because they, you know, there's they always say like they can, uh, they listen to you and stuff. So I guess they would potentially they could like upload your thumbprint somewhere. And what do they do with that though? I don't know. But... I don't know. Don't take my money out of the bank. I've been working hard. <laughs> I got good credit. I've come a long ways, nasty now. Well, that's good. Ben Cook, Bren Cook, stories stimulate the brain in the same way, regardless of whether they are read or heard. Mm. Mm. Whoa, this is a long one here. Uh, In a study published in the Journal of Neuroscience, researchers from the Gallant Lab at UC Berkeley scanned the brains of nine participants while they read and listened to a series of tales from the Moth Radio Hour. After analyzing each word, after analyzing how each word was processed in the brain's cortex, they created maps of the participants' brains, noting the different areas helped interpret the meaning of each word. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with that information, but that's very interesting. That was uh, also from Bren Cook. Well, thank you, Bren. That is interesting. I don't know what the Moth Radio Hour is. Though. I assume it's Mothman related. 
So we do have a, uh, a video of yours uh, queued up. So when we uh, say goodbye, we'll play that out. Cool. We have The Good Guy, which I think people might be able to figure out by the title what that is about. Yeah, see, like, I, I always try not to have the title of the song the movie title. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard, though. Yeah. I've got a Humanoids from the Deep shirt. I would, I'd be into a Humanoids from the Deep uh, track. I mean, I could write that down. <laughs> if if anything, it'll it'll probably already be a rhyme somewhere in my notes. Are you going to send a McDonald's bucks? Yeah. Make it rain with McDonald's bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send what? me, send me a Mayor McCheese flashlight, and I'll make you a humanoid <laughs> from the deep song. <laughs> I'm keeping that for myself. Well, we could, we can make multiples. You gotta make it, yeah. You gotta make a mold, and then you'll be golden. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna get to work on this. I'm sure there's a, there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people like me who are dying to have one. What are you doing? Just sketching. <laughs> just doodle I, I do I've always I've always had a fascination for Mary Jesus <laughs> a weird fascination uh, all right well it's been very cool to uh, talk with you yeah you guys as well like I love the show thank, thank you, you. we'll do this again sometime yeah hell yeah and if you've got any high recommendations for other musicians who we should have on, please feel free to share. It'd be great to have some more diversity with the show. I'd love it. Because yeah, sure. not that I don't love the horror punk, but we have a lot of horror punk. So we got to mix it up. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. All right. And um, we're going to start word. doing, and we're going to start doing some more music oriented things like. Um, uh, without your head TV, which is like a horror music, t- kind of like MTV, but for horror stuff. So, um, it'd be cool to include a you know video uh, from you in, in that in the future. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just hit me up whenever. All right, sounds good. All right, All right. we're gonna play the good guy from Poltergeist OD, and then we will be back. Thank you, Poltergeist. <laughs> Great to have you. Mr. O.D. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Okay, I'm underground like Pompeii. Enter into my soiree. Things are gonna go my way. Had a gap, but that was child's play. Stick your wife with a kitchen knife and then I'll pick a fight with your mom. Hey, get it right, get the fuck out of my sight of you eating the blade like chow mein. Now it's too late to take you leave and you wish it was only make-believe. One more for the good guy, another good night and you can stay asleep. They never check the car seat, off to meet the Barclays. Looking like a Barbie, they used to call me Charles Lee, but you can call me Chucky. Nice to meet you, Andy. Let's see y'all to welcome me into your little family. But what happened to Maggie? Guess they'll never tell ya. But you got me, Prince Leano, that's cause I'ma kill ya. I'll be under the sheets. I'll be packaged in plastic. You'll be fucking deceased and I'll be taking the picture to fax it. Stricken just from the possession, I'm making a clip and I'm having a blast, kid. Meet the evil through a beat of tutor with a ruler, remember the hatchet. Hey, wanna play your 
case what you say, Cinderella. You'll be safe in the rain if you just stay in my umbrella. You'll be safe in the pain if you just lay down still now. A delay for day was Saint-Ambella. Look who's talking now, just your luck. Look who's talking now, running amok. Look who's got the town telling your kids don't fuck with the truck and get dumped in the truck. Look who's gonna believe you. Nobody. I've been burned, buried, beaten, stabbed, shot, chopped up, and I still got time to cleave. That's why I've been run over, melted and fried. Hell, I even took a bride. Hell, I even been to hell and well, I gotta look dissatisfied. Bitch, I can't die. I keep coming back again. Playtime's over, shit faces. Time to hit the path again. Time to get to stabbing him till it opens up his abdomen. Spread you like a pathogen. Cut more holes in the Vatican. And I don't know if you can handle it. Follow me like even Adam did. Slash and hack and sack him like I'm bad at micromanagement. I just want that first milli. Cut your brakes like some severed Achilles. Aren't you feeling I hit your spot like Jennifer Tilly uh, I'm in the kitchen no matter what Nothing personal, don't flat a slut I just wanna spread the seed of people But the seed's catching up Oh, that was a sweet video. Yeah. Amazing. I loved it. I haven't watched that in a while. That's fucking sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you're a fan as well. Yeah. I like to see, I'll like put something out and forget about it and just like kind of promote it, but never watch it again. But yeah, it's nice to go back and like, yeah, okay. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How long ago did you make that one? I don't know. It must be two, three years now. Mm -hmm. No, I dig it a lot. Very cool. And thank you of you for sending it. Thanks for sending Carousel uh, last week. We played uh, before the premiere of it, I believe. Yeah, thank you guys for playing it. Yeah. I've not seen the Carousel movies, and I need to, because I, I see a lot of uh, my friends talking about them. The first two are free on Tubi, and the third one's just available physically. Uh, you can get it at silverspotlightfilms.com. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, we're gonna talk about some horror stuff here. You're, you're free to stay in here and talk it with, uh, with you like, if you like, or you can take off. It's up to you. Uh, I was actually gonna take off if that's cool with you guys. Oh yeah, totally fine. I just didn't want to make you feel. We were, I was gonna say get the hell out of here and make you feel bad. So. No, all good, all good. All right, we will see you soon. See you guys. See. You. So uh, before, well, first of all, a big thanks to Poltergeist OD. Thank you. That was great. He was cool. He was laid back. Very real. He didn't have crazy weird ambitions. He just enjoys doing his thing. And I really dig it. And I agree with you 100%. It's cool. I, I like the, I love the horror punk stuff, but it's cool to have uh, some different uh, genres yes. of music on the show. Yes, because there is a lot of stuff out there. A lot, a lot of different kinds of music. Yeah. And also, any of you guys out there, if you ever have any uh, suggestions... And not everyone can be music month because there's only 12 months in the year, but, uh, you know, we could always use uh, the music. Well. Year. Yeah. Right. But if you have suggestions, we're always uh, happy to hear them. Mm-hmm. So as we were saying uh, before, so, you know, Severed Limbs is coming up in October, I think October 22nd. It's happening on Saturday, man. Well, that's what I was going to get to. This Saturday is saturday night frights saturday 
What? Huh? Saturday Night Frights. Whoa! Saturday! 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 Saturday's all night, all right for frightening. Saturday night's all right, all right. Boom. Little green people this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern. I heard about this. Yeah, we had Ty Chamin on before um, for a previous movie, but we have not shown Little Green People before. It's a, as you can see here, it's a movie with cool puppets. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a quote unquote horror movie, kind of a, a fun horror comedy uh, about aliens who happen to be puppets. Aww. So, tune in early, uh, and we're going to watch a collection of classic and not-so-classic alien horror trailers. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to show the film at 8 o'clock, the whole movie. And then after that, we will have... Uh, it's not this Saturday. Saturday, September 30th, by the way. Uh, oh, and man. Yeah, this Saturday, I will not be home. But we're going to do it Saturday, I, September 30th. I will not be home. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, cast and crew Q and A. What are you doing on Saturday, you bum? What? You bum. What are you doing this Saturday? I'll be at uh, Encore Casino oh, with my that's mom. Right, that's right. So, uh, cast and Q, uh, cast and crew Q and A. That'll be a good time. And then, uh, October fourteenth, which um, if we go to Brooklyn, which that might be off. Which I had already let them know. Have to be off. If we're right, there. and if not, this will happen sometime in uh, in October anyway. It will be Saturday Night Frights, taped up memories uh, from our friends at Trash Arts. That oh. one will be a special early start time whenever we do that because they are in the UK, and I don't want to make them stay up till two a.m. I don't mind, but they might mind. I'll do it. I don't care. So, uh, there's some new, uh, first, the first look at, uh, some stuff from the new Toxic Avenger. Oh, really? I think I saw a peak earlier. Wow, look at that creeper. I love it. Some people are against it. Now, the people are saying he looks like, uh, which I don't disagree with. I do think he looks very similar to uh, the Penguin from uh, Batman Returns. But I think it looks awesome. I think he looks like Riff Raff from Rocky Horror. Mm, I could see that, too. Either way, he's creepy. I'm into it. Creepy and kind of greasy. Very and... very I like it. And there's it. Kevin Bacon. I don't know. Everyone looks like they're having a good time to me. Where, where, was, where was Kevin Bacon? Oh, wow. Hmm. Who did they pull into this movie? My goodness. Yeah, it's got quite the, the cast. Let me see if I can find a good picture of him for you. Boom. Here's another. Here is the man playing the uh, Avenger himself. Nice. We know him. Yeah. No, this is... um. Oh, he has dark hair. I thought he was. Yeah, this is up. Game of Thrones. Oh, never mind. We don't know him. No. Yet. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm looking forward to it. I know some people are. The thing is, I you know some people say it, 
Hope they don't take away from the original and stuff. Um, you know, you when they make it? these remakes, the originals still exist. They're still there. The only argument I can see to that is if... Oh, man. Why can't I find this fucking picture? The only thing I can think of is... Um, if people don't, if this new movie comes out, does that mean that the older movie is no longer showcased ever anywhere? Does this that like if you think about thing from another world becoming the thing? Most people that I'm aware of who love the thing don't have not ever seen thing from another world. But or is what exists? Yeah, I don't know if that's because the other one exists. Though I, I it's it's uh, from another generation, so. Um, I I don't really think it has an effect on the older one. The difference of of years is probably about the same between each. Right, but um, some movies just stand the test of time, and some don't. I mean, Hall everyone, I mean, Halloween hasn't disappeared because they've rebooted it like three or four times. And in fact, when we were doing the the review of the newest one, um. The um the woman working at the coffee shop said she went and saw the original because of that. Mm. I think it depends. I mean, uh, I don't know if if the thing from another world had a big following. Like, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I I don't see like if something already has a following that that following would just like disappear because there's a new one. No, but would there be new people going into that following? Well, they might. They might go and check it out. I'm not. I, mean, I don't foresee the Toxic Avenger like you know vanishing or anything. I will admit, when I first heard, I think it's a weird movie to remake because the first uh, a trauma movie is like the charm of it is it's like this low budget weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'll be honest, this looks fun from the images and the man who created is involved. So I'm interested. It yeah. might suck, but I don't think it, it really, it, it, you know, takes away from the original movie. No. I'm just thinking about, I, I'm being the devil's advocate for that argument. I understand. That's all I'm saying. Dehydrated. I've got some, uh, what do I have here? I've got this limited edition key lime pie seltzer. Does it have gross fake sugars? No, seltzer is unsweetened. How is it? It's delicious. It's got, it's tastes like, it honestly tastes like key lime pie. It's very weird. It tastes like the pie or just lime? The pie. It has that kind of, uh, not sweetness because it's not sweetened, but it's weird. I had some, I, I I don't know. It's it's actually a serious topic and it's not necessarily horror related, but it was related to um one of the Gary Sherman movies. It's something I thought about when I was watching, um what was uh, the, the one we were going to, oh, Vice Squad. Yes. And, uh, Oh, very cool. Nice. Okay, nice. Yeah, Did I something, like it. Oh, by the way, yeah. Um so people are going to be donating surprises, so we're going to be re- we're going to be uh bringing back the Halloween costume contest. Oh. It's, it's been uh been away for a while. We're going to bring it back 
a couple years ago, but COVID made it hard to send stuff out, prizes and whatnot. So uh, we're going to bring that back. So people out there, um, get ready to take pictures of your fun uh, costume content, uh, your costumes and uh, car and pumpkin carves, pumpkin carvings. What the hell is Steve saying over there? Oh. <laughs> the original oh, Toxic Avenger has some of the greatest lines ever committed to cinema. I like it, too. Hey, Leroy, you know I always did want to cornhole me a blind girl. Yeah, it's going to be hard to really pull off a lot of these things. Uh, it's a pretty offensive movie. I don't know. I know what happens. We shall see. We shall see. So for the... What do people theoretically get as participants... Slash. Yeah, I don't know what people people have contacted me about sending stuff is, but I don't know what they're sending me yet. So mm -hmm. I know we'll ha at least have some uh, cool uh, horror movie DVDs. Uh -huh. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what from there. but So and anyone out there, um, you could be a horror creator or just someone who wants to send something in uh, for prizes. you know. And, and we're totally cool if it's your own movie, your own music. So if you want to send you know, CDs from your music... Um, a DVD of your movie or pins or whatever, you know, whatever it is that's horror related. Um, you can email without your head at gmail.com and uh, we'll thank you on the show and we'll put links and stuff for you guys up on the website uh, for donating prizes. And all the prizes will be sent out to the winners. It's not going to be like we keep them and uh, sell them on the black market or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if you're a former guest, you want to send uh, signed eight by ten or whatever, whatever, anything you think that would be fun. Four. What? We're signed three by four. Right. It does have to be eight or by ten. A yeah. That yeah has anything to do with horror. Right. This is hey. my Eileen Dietz dental floss. It's Eileen Dietz. If Eileen Dietz had signed my dental. Oh, card. I see. I see. I see. I was confused there for a minute. But I'm easily confused. That's all right. You know. I'm easily I, confusing. It was actually premiering tonight, Toxic Avenger. Really? Yeah. At a festival. A Fantastic Fest, maybe? I'm not sure where. Hmm. Um, well, when is the TerrorCon thing? Because I feel bad, even though we couldn't go. It happened last weekend. It did? Oh. Yeah. Oh. The jester. Wow, that face looks like another face in Blackbone. This is from Dread. Dread uh, Central. Uh, this is, comes out next week. The jester is having a limited release. Uh, the creator made three short films of the jester, one, two, and three, and now he made his uh, feature film. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I'm going to send you an image. And I'd like you to pop it up for a compare. If you don't mind. I mind very much. Oh, there's the riffraff, too. Can you put both of these up at the same time to like compare? Uh, no, I'd have, to, I'd have to edit it. Okay. I can't on this one. But so there's Jester coming out next week. Mm -hmm. And here is uh, Black Phone. 
Well, what do you think? Very, very similar. Yeah. Very. I think there was a time he even wore the hat, didn't he? He may have. I chose that one because it was in shadow. There is one where he wears a hat. It's um. Part of oh, he might not have the mask on with the hat, though. He does sometimes. There's a creepy one of him in front of a door. I believe they're making a sequel to Black Phone, too, which uh, I really like Black Phone. I really like Black Phone, but I felt like the mask was too out of time. Like it didn't it's very ornate, and it felt like the like he had made that mask, and I'm not sure how he would have made that. I mean, you can use paper mache and stuff to make things like that, but but the style itself is not of that time. It's a it's a modern. Era. I like the changing of the expressions of the mask. I thought that was interesting. But I agree with you, the mask itself. But it was. I enjoyed the movie. I did enjoy. Yeah. It. Here's Riff Raff. Compared to, uh, what's his face? Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> that does make me smile, though. Well, he likes playing a creep. He yeah. really does. I like Elijah Wood because he's a guy that could just make, like, big movies. And not that this isn't a big movie, but he makes a lot of whacked out stuff, and I, I appreciate that. Yes. I think it's a good way to be. That's why I'm trying to think. No, I'm any comparison to Elijah Wood, but the idea, just the idea of doing, if you have to have a day job that doesn't align with your creative goals, and I, I do like a lot of my job, but it is not aligned with my creative goals. Uh, but I can do that job like Elijah Wood did Lord of the Rings, not that he hates Lord of the Rings, but he likes all this weird stuff. So he uses the money he makes on these things to allow himself the freedom to do the projects he wants to do. So, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about my stuff. And I think if you can build that into your life in a way, it really does help make the things that are stressful about life and work, it, it helps. Yeah. Um so Dead of the Night Dead of the Night Film Festival uh happened in the UK October seventh and eighth. And this poster is awesome. And if you people can have a keen eye over here, you can see um over on the right. Um that is Smash oh, from uh, the Once and Future Smash and End Zone Two, which nice. uh, is playing this festival. Written by written brian w smith and zone two and the mask uh by joe castro mm -hmm. very interesting that looks like a cover of something else the guy reaching out reminds me of something on the side but hmm. the thing yeah. at the top kind of looks like okay so it kind of looks like the woods with like a three-eyed monster but it also looks like a globe-shaped head with a weird he? Well, all the other things are from other movies playing at the festival. So, this I'm is just like it's like one of the duck rabbit image. You look at it, and it's two different things mm. at the same time, like an optical illusion. Yeah, I think it's a great. It's a really well done poster, and that's cool that they used you know characters from all the different movies playing the festival. Yeah, I like it. 
very cool. Yeah. Southport. Where is that? Where is that? It's in uh, England. But uh, yeah, pretty wild poster. So thanks to those guys who I'm not sure who uh, did that. I should know the uh, the artist who made that. It's pretty awesome. Hopefully Brooklyn in our future. Yeah, it looks it looks that way. Brooklyn Horror Fest. Yeah. Did you send <clears> in our top picks? Yeah, a lot of cool stuff playing there. I've heard good things about. It. Apparently, it's a a really uh, renowned festival. Mm -hmm. So this will be a good time. Will be. Uh, it's a very long festival. It goes for I think exactly a week or just over a week. Yeah, and they, I like that they show. Um, so they have like a, like festivals. They got the shorts. They have feature films, and then they also have uh, some old uh, like you know 40th anniversary movies. And to me, that's really fun. I, I like that idea. Definitely. And they have like midnight movies on Friday and Saturday. 2023 this cannot be the right one it is not sorry william lustig will be there i'm a big fan create one of my favorites maniac uh they'll be showing maniac cop which i also like maniac. oh he's, he's he loves maniacs apparently they're a fun time uh, he also started, He also created Blue Underground, which I talked about a little bit earlier. They put out a lot of um, cult movies restored on Blu-ray with a bunch of special features. Because not only does he make movies, he loves movies. And I think that's pretty cool. It is exactly a week, Thursday, October 12th through Thursday, October 19th. We will not be there that entire time. Mm -hmm. um, but we will be there very very if we're if we're there it's not 100 percent. we'd be there late friday night on the october 13th which will means we will miss mm -hmm. if it does work out we yeah, will. yeah i'll just i'll just reschedule it's all right no we'll miss the coolidge oh oh wait we will the coolidge oh, cabin in the woods double oh cabin i thought we were going to meet the miss the 12 hour marathon but uh no 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 Cool. Oh, okay. That's yeah. I, that's fun to do, but I, I I'm fine with you. Yes, but if we don't do Brooklyn, mm -hmm. we'll have that. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, we'll have be doing something cool on the thirteenth. Yes. <laughs> Yawning on the thirteenth. God, <laughs> I don't have enough air in my brain. Can't call me an airhead. There's not enough there. I'm more oxygen deprived. I hope you're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm yawning, so it, it's all working out. I understand. So what else is going on in the world of horror here? Uh, Troy and I mm -hmm. went to see Satanic Hispanics oh. last week, which I really enjoyed. Bombed out. Looks so great. I have such envy. Oh, so had limited release. Uh, Very limited. Yeah, it was not playing. Uh, I know Mike Mendez, multiple-time guest on the show, he told me he was playing Boston. And maybe that's what they told him, but it was uh, Dartmouth Mall, which is not very close to Boston. It's like an hour and 25 minutes away. <laughs> um, uh, some really cool uh, anthology by uh, all uh, Hispanic film directors, uh, many of which have been on the show. And uh, another one that will be coming to the show. 
So let's see. Uh, it was done by Eduardo Sanchez, who's been on the show, who um, co-created um, uh, Blair, Blair Witch. Oh. Gigi Saul Guerrero has been on the show several times. Big fan of her work. Mike Mendez has been on the show a few times. Actually, one of our very first guests in the first year because I used to talk to him on MySpace. Uh, Demian Arugna, who I, who's the only guest, uh, the only director who's not been on the show or will not be coming. Well, he may be, be coming on the show. I haven't, I haven't tried to get him yet. Uh, but um, Alejandro... Bruges, uh, who made my favorite—I I don't want to pick favorites, but he made my favorite, uh, my favorite short in the, or segment. Um, I talked to him, and he's going to be coming on the show, which is very cool. He well, made case, I the Hammer of Zanzibar, so I can know what to talk about. Yeah, we'll try to work this out. That would be helpful. So I'm not just saying. Uh, Efren Ramirez, he plays the traveler in the wraparound segments. And mm. uh, if is this if the traveler, people... that crazy awesome dude, or is that just eye candy? That monstrous thing. Oh it? no, no, that that's uh, no, that's that's uh, it is part of the traveler, but he, that's not the traveler. That's who's kind of uh, who's coming after the traveler. Oh well, that guy is cool. And the traveler better be awesome because he's got a lot to live up to. Well, um, he's the guy kind of telling the story, the stories, and then he's telling the stories, and then they go into the stories while this other thing is coming. So, mm-hmm. but he's played by Efren Ramirez, who is uh, Vote Pedro from uh, from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, nice! He was great. Yeah. His delivery was so perfect. I don't even know if I like that movie. It was so strange, but I appreciate what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I liked it. Yeah. I'm not sure who plays the um the the guy the thing in the picture there. I think it's a former guest on the show who played the Demogorgon in um Stranger Things cuz uh Mark Steger, but I'm not positive. You know what? I'm positive. I'm going to go get a cupcake. I will be right over here where the cupcake lives. So you the can cupcakes continue. live over I'll there? Hear you. I'll hear you where the cupcake lives. And I'll come back with my cupcake. All right. I'm going to play a 20-second clip here while you do that. This is Adrienne Barbeau. Just call me Billy. Everyone does. And you're listening to withouthyourhead.com. Hey. Oh, I'm not on video. Sorry about that. I do have a question, though, as I was off retrieving this wonderful muffin. Mm -hmm. Do we have any um, reviews to play for this show? Oh yeah, we got. Um, I can't really play. Uh, I could play them, but they're very long, so I probably can't play. Um, 
Mr. I do recommend everyone go and check out both review the audio audio reviews from Diablo Joe and the new Todd samplers from Todd Quality Jaeger. He they just did, are experience. They are amazing. Yeah. So he just did a new one, Caddy Hack, mm-hmm. uh, which is about this uh, killer. Um, killer gopher movie on a on a uh, golf course which looks very fun uh but yeah it's like uh it's 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 a little on to play here but go and check those out they're like they're on their really their own little shows i, w- I would recommend them own universe yeah so he did that and he did the woods witch recently which is also very fun uh let's see diablo's got um the robo doc which is a, is a review of uh, Robodoc, the creation of Robocop. Mm. And he also has one for bad things, if you would like me to play either of those. Sure. Which would you like? Uh, which one does he rate better? Robodoc. New Robodoc. All right, let me grab it. Give me one second here. It's uh, really cool. That's um, I have not watched it, but um, so I believe you can buy like the Blu-ray. And it's the whole thing is one really long uh, documentary, mm-hmm. and they were also showing it. Yeah, you can get it on Blu-ray on Amazon, and it was um, it's no longer actually on Screenbox, but they did have it as a year four episode series on Screenbox up mm-hmm. until the 19th so you can't get on there anymore but you can go get the blu-ray and get all you can get all the specials and stuff so. mm. all right i'm just uploading that let's take a second here i guess i should have i could have uh screen shared it maybe oh. my reading the cupcake but it's almost uploaded now mm-hmm. so here we go with uh diablo joe's review of robo doc the creation of RoboCop, which is not necessarily a horror movie, but it's pretty horrific. There's a lot of great violence and gore in in Robo Doc and RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great movie. I think a lot of you know, I think it's it's good. It's always got its recognition as a great movie, but I think a lot of people used to just see it as an action movie. But there's a lot of uh, social commentary within the movie. Mm-hmm. It's still processing here. Here we go. Diablo Joe Reviews. RoboDoc. That are alive, you are coming with me. Those memorable words came from one of the most unique and classic sci-fi action films of the 1980s. The product of an incredible confluence of madmen and creative talents, 1987's RoboCop is as savagely funny, insightful, thrilling, and prescient as it was when it splattered its way across screens over 35 years ago. From documentarians Eastwood Allen and Christopher Griffiths comes an exhaustive love letter to that film, its creators, and its fans in the form of RoboDoc, a four-part look back filled with interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and more. RoboDoc is nothing if not thorough. Of course, we hear from the big stars of the film, including Kurtwood Smith, Nancy Allen, and Ronnie Cox, 
as well as Clarence Boddicker's colorful, figuratively and culturally, Gang of Crazies, the good men and women of Detroit's police force, and the toady executives of OCP. But Allen and Griffiths have also managed to track down every street thug and hapless citizen of old Detroit. Likewise, every possible crew department is well represented from the effects and stunts to costuming and more. And everyone has a great story or anecdote to share. And atop all of them are director Paul Verhoeven and Robo himself, Peter Weller. Verhoeven lives up to his reputation as an over-the-top maniac, all teeth and wild-eyed passion. But Weller proves he can match his director eccentricity for eccentricity. His language, peppered with jazzy punctuations of man, Weller's self-effacing accounts of his quasi-method approach to his character and his Don Juan-level exploits in his dressing trailer are delivered with an intimidating intensity. He's absolutely as mad as Verhoeven, just less flamboyantly so. Everyone's account of the production confirmed that it was anything but pleasant and easygoing. Weller underwent hours of daily torture to suit up as the film's titular hero. Verhoeven's ever-present call for more blood, more blood, led to painful experiences for anyone who had to be squibbed, including Allen. Explosions on location in the city of Dallas resulted in terror for the community and police intervention. It's a wonder that the only real injuries seemed to have been a few broken ribs, some stray shrapnel, and lots and lots of bruises. With all the heat and friction bringing the set to a boil almost non-stop, it's incredible how much love every single person involved has for the film and their memories of shooting it. They knew RoboCop would be something special, and the sweat, tears, and blood they shed to make it were backed by their dedication in making it so. Everyone owes up to their foibles and behavior, though perhaps without much apology. Surprisingly, only one story gets disputed, and it's so silly you must laugh. Two key voices are sadly missing from the documentary, but for very different reasons. Miguel Ferrer, who played Bob Morton, the corporate mastermind behind OCP's RoboCop program, sadly passed away in 2017 due to cancer. The other is special effects wunderkind Rob Bottin. Bottin, the genius behind The Howling, John Carpenter's The Thing, and Verhoeven's follow-up to RoboCop, Total Recall, is notoriously press shy and a legendary recluse. Had Allen and Griffiths somehow secured him for their film, it would have been nothing short of monumental. Even without, RoboDoc is still a work of astonishing completism and thoroughness. For fans of the film, it is manna from heaven. At nearly five hours in length overall, it may be a bit much for the casual RoboCop fan. Perhaps the more pop culture palatable recounting found in RoboCop's The Movies That Made Us episode would better suit them. But despite all that screen time, RoboDoc never ever bores. For a movie that stands so firmly apart from the other films of its era, and has seen so many of its wild, dystopian ideas come true, RoboCop gets the tribute and recounting of its madhouse production that it truly deserves, as do the phenomenal talents who gave their all to bring it to life. This devil of a reviewer gives RoboDoc 4.5 out of 5 imps. I'd buy that for a dollar. Ah, very cool. Those are amazing. Very good. Great voice, great reviews, yes. and some hack edits them together with the videos. I don't know, that hack seems to do a pretty good job. Caddy hack. Oh. Caddy hack sounds like a good time. It does. I need to check it out. 
Uh, Dave Deadman, a doc on the making of Robo Robo uh, Cop sounds great. I agree. Can you play? You can play a YouTube video through this, correct? Right. As long as uh, it's not going to get us. Uh... I mean, it's a YouTube video. It's an official trailer. Can you play an official trailer? Mm, I mean, probably not. Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. That's weird. What if we're talking the whole time and like we have Yeah, it's probably. I mean, at the very at the best, it'll be unmonetized. But I mean, it could get the video strike. Fine, I won't send it. I'll put it in the. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's just. I don't care if it can't be monetized. But if it gets uh, strike, then I have to like edit all the stuff out and stuff. And we already have a, a warning. Which, by the way, I did find out. Uh, they're starting a new thing on YouTube where you can like go to tr like training basically. So I'll have to watch some video of all the naughtiness that I've done, and then they will take I the like warning away. Yeah, if, uh, if you're a drunk driver. Exactly, you're... exactly. So watch a video about about nude about enticing people sexually online. Please and then, capture and then... that experience. <laughs> Please record there... that. There was, uh, I think it's I told, <laughs> there was, uh, the last time was, they said, uh, our webs are, it was all reused footage that apparently they just thought like, so we weren't real people. We just like ripped this off somewhere else or whatever. And so I had to do a video explaining how we make the show and, and I had to walk around and show the, this this studio and my multiple screens. And then I had to go upstairs and do a video showing how I edit it on uh, Adobe programs. And uh, at least it worked. I felt like an idiot recording all this stuff, but it worked. And they're like, Oh yeah, this isn't, I was like, how could anyone even watch the shows and just think like it's ripped off? Where is it ripped off from? Yourself. And, and it's live. Most of them. It doesn't make any sense, but either way, the good people at YouTube saw that they were uh, saw the error of their ways. And I, um, by the way, if you do have a, a uh, this is my workaround. This is I, I do this a lot. If you do have a trailer in the future, let me know beforehand. What I do is I will upload it to a uh, to another YouTube page just to see if there, if it's okay, and uh, and then then I'll know to, to uh, if I can play it on here. Well, I only just found this. Yeah, no, I got, yeah, I got you. But in the future, so maybe I could play that next week. Oh, we can do that and talk about the. We were talking with um, Gwen from Lovecraft about suitable flesh, and the suitable flesh trailer is out. It will be in theaters and on VOD. Oh, really? Sweet. Um, exciting. I would yeah. love to see it with you. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, well, well to check this out. And um, I'm very happy Joe Lynch made it. Um, former guest on the show way back in our very first year, 2006. Another guy I used to talk to a lot on um, MySpace. And at the, so uh, he's done well for himself. So that's very cool. So the, all right. So as we all know, we love the Coolidge. And I think we've, along have we been going to the Coolidge for? I think the very first one we went to was um, um, 
Uh, not Devil's Reach. House of a Thousand Corpses. For Together. the uh, Halloween? Oh, the Halloween? Um, well, I don't know. It's probably around the same year, I bet. 2012 or something. That's crazy. So that is usually on a Saturday into Sunday, right? Yeah. So if this comes out the 27th, we need to figure it out so we can just park our asses and be there for the 27th. Oh, interesting. So it'll be a, it'll be an extended dinner and a movie reviewing uh well we we could break them up in one but but it'll be cool. We could review uh Suitable Flash, and then do a big review of uh, the marathon. Yes, and maybe play games. Yeah, that, that sounds like fun. By the way, uh, my plan was, because I, I have a few uh, dinner and movies where the audio I tried to fix are very bad. I'm going to try to use this AI to fix the audio on, on a couple that have not been released. And also to do something that I've been working on for a while, but this will help me out a lot, is I want to put out... Um, a better version of our of our uh, dinner with Joel Reed, and wow. I believe this uh, AI um, audio fixer is going to help that tremendously. That would be ridiculous. And I sent and you, um, the picture—I don't remember if I sent it last time. But it's really excellent retro style um, poster art for. It even looks like a poster because it's got the creases in it for suitable flesh. It's oh, super- sweet! Yeah, I'll, I'll grab this. Oh, I'll let sweet. everyone see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does have that. That's sweet. Yeah. I love. Um. I I love it when. It's unfortunate sometimes because I'll see really great um poster art for like the festival run in a movie, and then when it comes out, it'll be like very generic stuff, and I'm always told like that's you know the distributors like they do their their research and you know things have to look a certain way, but. Uh, unfortunately, they they so often don't use these great uh, like hand painted or this might not be painted, but still it's got this nice old feel. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really perfect. I just love it. It's yeah, great. It looks, I love it too. Yeah, it looks very much like a seventies horror movie. Yeah, these are the three main <laughs> peoples in it. That young actor is really good. Heather Graham. Hmm. Oh, and Barbara Crampton, one of my favorites. Yes, Neil has got a crush on Barbara Crampton. I love Barbara Crampton. He's great. <laughs> from the makers of Reanimator and From Beyond. It's Barbara really, Crampton. Bruce Davidson is amazing. The whole, all those people listed up there are so good. It was really, really good. And I would love to see it with you. All right. Very good. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely uh, make this happen. Yes. Hopefully, I guess Brooklyn, we Boston won't be some freaking podunk town somewhere. Yeah, I guess Brooklyn, we could we could go to the uh, thing and then drive to Brooklyn afterwards. But I don't know how. how, uh... What? We could go to the third on the thirteenth. Isn't that Friday? And then drive to Brooklyn after. I guess it's possible. You will not do that. No, that's what I said. I said it would be. I know. That's what I just said. I think, but that would be kind of crazy. Yeah. It would be dangerous. I think that's a good plan. It would be an awesome plan if I was a robot. Maybe if we had an AI, like, <laughs> Tesla, AI drive, yeah. auto drive us there. Right, right. So if you're ready to have the without your head mobile, yeah. that would be perfect I, 
for you. you need I don't know how much time we'll uh, have, but I'll try to bring a game with me too when we go to Brooklyn. I don't know if we'll have time to play it, but at least if we have it, if we have some downtime, we can play a game too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wonder what I bring. So Saw X is coming out. I'm not really a big fan of the Saw franchise, but Do you like um, I don't dislike them. It's uh, I don't like hate them or anything. I'm just not really a big fan of them. The first one, I don't even like love any of them. Like the first one's, you know, kind of cool and stuff. But, um, and even the newest one, I didn't dislike. It's just they're they're fine. But uh, I love the guy, the main guy. I think he's great. The guy who plays uh, Jigsaw, yeah. even though he died in part four, and they've made seven since. But there's so plenty of franchise horror movies where people die and come back. Well. Yeah, but the other ones, they don't bring him back. They just have all these flashback scenes. He's just dead. He's still dead. He never comes back to life. He's dead. After, uh, oh, the, the flashback scenes where they make him look young by putting on a baseball cap on backwards? Yeah, and it's just like... The first one, I think, is clever because it's like he set all this stuff up to record after he's dead, but it's like, I mean, how much stuff does this guy do? Like, But anyway, so yeah. to try to get around this... Because last one they were kind of clever too. They're like, he's back, but then it like it was like a like a before he I don't know. But this one they're just saying it's a sequel to the original one. Okay. But unlike H two O and stuff, they're not bypassing the other ones. It's a sequel to the first one and a prequel to the second one. So it's basically instead of Saw ten, it's Saw one point five. Yeah. It's like Rogue One, I guess. And nothing, I mean, I know people love this, but do they need a sequel to Saw that bridges the gap between one and two? Maybe. It's just to get Jigsaw in there. Yeah, why not? It's like we can't just keep thinking of dumb ways to to fool people that Jigsaw's back. Is a better alternative than continuing to make stupid shit of him dead. I'd rather know the little side quests. Right, right. Myself, I'd rather know the side quests than trying to shoehorn him in memories of him. No. In my opinion. I getcha. I, I mean, I go see everything, so... <laughs> I did I did just see, poking around the news, that uh-huh. uh, for Saw X, they made a parody. Uh, AMC Theaters demanded removal of the Jigsaw parody of their Nicole Kidman ad. Oh, what are they? are just no fun at all. Ad and play it. Ah! So maybe how, we'll play that next week because it sounds funny. How can they? They're, they're not. They're no. They're killjoys. I'll at least send you the picture, and, and people will get a sense of. Uh, is this that really uh, like that? Like, is it like that sacred? Yes. How dare you! I was at something recent. I was at a movie recently where the crowd cheered when that came on. I was like, really? Yeah. Recently. What was it at? I forget. Yeah, it was last week. Was I there? Did I block it from my memory? No, no. It was, um, I don't know what I went. What did I go see this weekend? That. I could look it up. Satanic Hispanic. No, it wasn't for that. It wasn't Satanic Hispanics. It was, um, it was like more normal movies I went to see. Let me see here. It might have been the reti- was either the retirement. Pl- oh, it might have been a haunting in Venice. 
Or none two. No, I don't think they cheered in none two. It was either haunting in Venice, the retirement plan, or dumb money, I think. One of those they cheered though. Well, I know this picture makes me chuckle. Uh, I sent you. The uh let's see, we're getting it up here in a second. I love it. This is way cooler <laughs> than Nicole Kidman. <laughs> this makes me now now I've turned the tide. I am a big Saw fan now. <laughs> Hell yeah, Saw. <laughs> Do they? I, 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 I want to see a parody where now he's got he has got Nicole Kidman and like, and she's got like her. a device in her face. Or something <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly, exactly. yeah, see, that's what they can do. Yeah. If they want to fight back, they can make their own parody, mocking Saw. Yeah, and she's like somehow heartbreak feels uh, great in a place like this. Does it now, Nicole Kidman? <laughs> the choice is yours. Oh, that would be so great. I was so disappointed. Oh, I, I got uh I got popcorn for the first time in a long time. I had five dollar coupon. I got a big ass thing of pop popcorn. I'm like, I'm just gonna eat this for my lunch. And it was stale as hell. Oh couldn't believe sucks. it. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. And you chew and it just got like flat, like you couldn't even like it wouldn't dissolve it was just bad. It was very disappointing. That is a bummer. I'm sorry about your poor, poor Man, popcorn experience. It good, but it sucked. It's tough nowadays. You can't trust the popcorn out there anymore. You can't trust Usually it. it's good at the theater, but this was not. I should have known because it wasn't being popped back there. It was just, they had like the, the thing just full of it. Sometimes they have those in advance, like bags of stuff. I don't feel good about that. No, I've got that one other time at one of the other AMCs. That's all they have, and it's always it's not good. It's old. Yeah. I mean, we all know Plus it's the, old. <laughs> the AMC, the you know how the um the escalators like always on the brink. This time it was completely out, so everyone had to use the um the 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 elevator. Which I don't know if you ever used the elevator there. Only people at the AMC Boston will know what I'm talking about, but. It is the slowest thing in the world. So you don't see have it? stairs you can go up? No, they don't have stairs. So you had to use the elevator, and there was this big line because only they'd only allow six people on at a time. And it literally goes up one flight, and it takes, takes forever. I don't know why it's so slow. And so you just, there was just you know, waiting. God, it sucks. And so I'll admit, I, I know Todd Yeager out there would be mad at me. So I had two movies. One, there was a half hour between the two. And I'm like, do I go downstairs and hang out and then go through that line and go up this friggin' elevator again? No, I'm just going to hang out here up here and, I, and I'm not going to bother getting this app to just walk over to the movie. I paid for it, you know? Mm-hmm. He would be very disappointed. Yeah, he's like, you can't do that, buddy. Where today? Where'd he go? I just uh, caught a whole bunch of Todd videos. I was oh nice figured out a way to squeeze that into my time. I have to find these little ways to squeeze things into my time. Yeah, so so Todd's a great and on my way. Big home. thanks to Annabelle for uh, suggesting Todd and uh, Diablo Joe to the show. Yeah, they've got personality. They're very different, but they're both kind of strange. That's what I, I like. That they're very different. I like this. I like yeah. the contrast. 
yes, they're very different. I'd like to have them go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad he enjoyed. I, I like to pick. I go through and I pick out a good, uh, in my mind, a good, uh, a good uh, steal of him. And I like this one. <laughs> Brutal. He's great. He's such a free man. Yeah, he's awesome. So, oh, by the way. There will be a new Slasher Man shirt coming soon. Bum, 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 bum. Of Sirloin. Nice. And uh, and Mr. Bill Whedon together. Excellent, excellent. Both, both of them sent me several pictures to uh, to go by, and uh, I saw a lot more of uh, of, uh, of people than I than I expected to. But which people? Both. Both, but more so, I guess, of Bill than expected. Bill? I've seen a lot of Bill before anyway. I guess yeah, I've seen a di another side. side of Bill. I thought you saw his backside and his front side. I saw more. I guess I have already. You're right. You're yeah. right. I just, just yeah. Like I, yeah, I guess. I've never seen him getting, you know, like whipped before, though. Or belted or whatever. But... So, yeah, it's going to be a cool shirt everyone's going to want to wear. <laughs> <laughs> well, the audience are like, what is happening? So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun to draw. Yeah, I so draw. I, I look. I feel bad saying I draw them. They're they're pixel art. But but I will say, someone's been messaging me asking me what program like, and I was like I was trying to explain, and, and they literally didn't believe me. They they just say that I use a program and I like just put. I'm like no, I don't just put in pictures and they become pixelated. Like they're they I really do draw them. Uh. uh a pixel at a time. Yeah. And I know that's not as, it's not the same as actually creating, you know, painting or anything, but it's, it is a form of artwork, but there, it's not, I don't just hit a button and these pop up. You couldn't possibly do it because the part of the thing with pixel art is the people are disproportionate. They're, right. You know, right. You can't, I maybe there could be some AI out there that like takes you the size you are and, you can tell the ones that are with the program. They really just kind of pixelate a photo. Oh. And it's not It's not the same. It's You know, it's still, like you said, the proportions are the same. So it's yeah. not the same thing. So it was Puff 8. I'm not sure what this is, but uh, Philia named Puff 8 on um, on Twitter. They uh, they, they were reposting the, the Todd Yeager um, review of Caddy yeah. Hack. And uh, quoting him explodes into a ton of fun. Awesome. That's exciting for me. I was yeah. wondering, as I was listening to the, listening and watching the Todd reviews uh, a couple days ago, I was wondering, because I do know that Joe gets a lot of positive feedback for his reviews from people he's reviewing, and I was hoping Todd would have a little bit of a touch in himself. So that's excellent. Yeah, they're both have been uh, getting quoted, which uh, again, help. Uh, good, it's good for everyone involved. So. Mm -hmm. Here was so YouTube will pick; they'll pick their own thumbnail. You know, mm -hmm. the very first one I actually liked the thumbnail I picked, so I went and I pinned, I pointed, I found it and and used it for the banner I made for a pig lady that mm -hmm. Todd did. But I sent this to Todd. This was the this was the thumbnail that YouTube originally picked for Caddy Hack. 
<laughs> and he was like, I guess that's supposed to get the most hits. So like, oh, maybe. <laughs> I do wonder how they pick. I can't even imagine. You heard about this, this John Carpenter's Suburban Screams? No, is this? Oh. I Just real quick that. before we get off Todd Yeager. Yeah. The last thing. Excuse me? Very... Excuse me? <laughs> what was that, sir? Was I was very excited. Um, so was con Without Your Head was contacted to do reviews for Visual Vengeance, which is um, they put out 90s and 80s uh, shot on video movies and now they're restored on Blu-ray nice. but they're sending out the actual uh, Blu-rays to review and I was like oh this would be cool because Todd's like really big into the um, physical media and so he got a couple in the mail so he'll be oh, reviewing nice. these soon The Abomination cover is amazing. and a repl Replicator I believe uh, Gunnar Hansen is in uh, Replicator wow. so that's pretty wild all right, so let's see here. So, what were you asking me about? If you know about suburban screams, let me suburban screams. Carpenter back in director seat in P. Oh wow, Peacock's genre busting series. Yeah, I'm going to send you a uh, picture relevant to this, since I'm sure we can't watch that trailer. <laughs> Uh, yes. So this news is to give credit through Bloody Disgusting. It's by Megan Navarro. Um, just when you thought October's Friday the 13th dance card reached max capacity with Halloween offerings, horror master John Carpenter ensures there's always room for more with upcoming Peacock series, John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. Unscripted series premieres October 13th and stems from the mind of legendary horror director, writer, and producer. Genre-busting, unscripted horror anthology series from the mind of legendary I wonder what that means. Unscripted. The series explores... It makes it sound like it's like a reality TV. Yeah. The series explores dark secrets and unspeakable evil that sometimes lurks beneath the surface of the sun-drenched streets manicured lawns and friendly neighbors of suburbia each episode focuses on one true tale of terror told by the real people who live through it hmm. their first hand it like a documentary premium cinematics scene work news clips home photos and archival footage combining the visual language of horror films with the tools and techniques of documentaries creating a frightening frighteningly a uniquely frightening experience to viewers. Each episode will delve into the monstrous evil that lurks beneath the surface of friendly suburbia through the lens of one frightful tale. In addition to first-hand accounts, the episodes will include cinematic reactments, maybe Bill Whedon will be in there, personal archives, and historic town press coverage. Carpenter also composes the series theme music. Very interesting. I would totally give it a peek. Do you want to? We can try to watch these. I'm just. Um, I don't want to get. Um, I don't care if it's because I. It, this, I don't even have it. Monet. I don't have ads on the show. Anyway, so. 
What? Um, yeah, but I thought you didn't want to get strikes. Yeah, I don't want to get a strike because we're already at the we're we already have a warning right now. So yeah, if we so get another thing, it could, yeah. Yeah, don't don't risk it. What? What is this? Oh, it's been ten years since Hannibal came out. Wow. Series. They're always talking. You know, um, all the people involved are willing to do to do uh, still. They were the last time I saw, which wasn't that long ago, a year or two ago. Wow. The more time goes by, I would think it's less likely, but. Mm. But you never know. I mean, they bring back stuff that's like very old, you know, doing new seasons of them and stuff. I'm I'm really surprised that like Netflix or something didn't want to. Uh, I, don't know. I assume it's a very expensive show to do, especially with Mads being you know pretty big star now. But I think even just the show itself, like it had high production values, probably pretty expensive. Um, I would have liked to seen uh, Silence of the Lambs, you know, in the universe. That was that's what they were leading up to. Yes. Yeah. Well, may never happen, but it was an excellent series. Yeah, I just saw this thing ten years later. How Brian Fuller's Hannibal raised the bar for genre television. Yeah, and that uh, mine. What is it? Um, the one where they were talking to the serial killers there. Mind. Um... Mine hunter. Yeah, that oh. I believe that never. You know, that ended after oh. it had no ending. I think that ended because of COVID, though. Yeah, and it was something about like a, uh, I don't know, but it, they never brought it back, which was unfortunate. Oh. I would I would have liked to have seen that continue. Did you see it at all? Oh yeah, no, I watched I it when it was on. I thought it was great. So good, so good. And then where the ending of the last season was, it got very political, and I was waiting to see where that would continue to overlap with the primary story because there is so much terrible stuff that happens in that time of history. Hmm. Yeah, it even says, I guess that was it is not coming back because two thousand seventeen to two thousand nineteen. Usually, if it if it's up in the air, it says you know dash. Never, but yeah, it's too bad. Two seasons. I'm so sleepy lately. What else we got going on over here, Mr. Jones? Is Mindhunter know. 3 coming? In a recent interview with French magazine Le Journal du Dimanche, Fincher again spoke on the decision to cancel Manhunter, uh, confirming that a third season will never happen. As well as insinuating that Netflix made the final decision to end the series. I'm very proud of the first two seasons. That sucks. Is that all that's said? Yep. Wow. I don't get that at all. No, Netflix canceled a lot of pretty big stuff that people are into. I don't understand. They don't. That's really sad. Maybe they just. What? Here's a little longer one. He said, I'm very proud of the first two seasons, but it's a very expensive show. And in the eyes of Netflix, we didn't attract enough of an audience to justify such an investment. Mm. I don't blame them. They took risks to get the show off the ground and gave me the means to do Mank the way I wanted to do it. And they allowed me to venture down new paths with the killer. It's a blessing to be able to work with people who are capable of boldness the day 
Our desires are not the same. We have to be honest about parting ways. The thing is, all these streamer, that's a part of the strikes too, is, you know, they, they no one knows how, how many people actually watch any of this stuff. Because Netflix, you know, they don't have to put out their, uh, their numbers. Their numbers. Yeah. So they could basically just say they do whatever they want, whenever. Right. And the idea there is, you know, how do you pay people off of that? If you don't know how many people are actually, right. how, you know, how important it is to the, uh, to the streaming site. What did I just see you posted about? You said something here about bloody disgusting tells us about horror movies streaming. Oh yeah. Five new horror movies coming out this week. This thing with a sloth in a car. Yes. It made me think of uh, Jason Minton. <laughs> Jason Minton loves sloths. I'm he not does. saying Jason Minton is a sloth, but he does. Yeah. He is really slow. But I mean, like, the southern slow. people are. I, I, I'll assist up there. I meant, like, uh, you know, he's not. He's just, you know, taking his time. He's a slow. I feel walker. like I'll just keep digging my hole deeper if I go. Yeah, he is. He is a slow walker. That's the yeah, whole I don't know a lot of cool did. stuff. Jason Minton is a slow walker. I don't think he'd deny it. Compared to mm. others. Yeah, well, I prefer slow He's not zombies. not a slow walker compared yeah. to himself. Right. Right. So, but hit both, both. Yeah, hit both Jason and uh, former host. Uh, Jittery John, they're very slow. I just consider, I just think that's what Southern people are like. Seth is Southern. I don't think he's slow. No, he's kind of, he's kind of, yeah, he's, he's like, he's all coked up or something. Recently, for some reason, I looked up how long it takes to walk the, the whole Appalachian Trail because it starts in Maine. Months. Seven months. Because I was, I was like, yeah. oh, man, this would be cool. I'm like, fuck that. Seven months. No. It was something that I hoped my dad and I would do, but it, alas, it never happened. Hmm. Yeah, that would have been amazing, even if it was just part of it. Because you don't have to yeah. do the whole thing. You can do parts, and sometimes people will start one, get a few, like, so far, and then not. Pick it up. They'll pick it up later. Yeah, so eventually you do the whole trail. Yeah. It's 90 miles through Massachusetts. Long ways. I wonder how long that would take. Eh, not that long, probably. Slother House is a brand new horror comedy that tells the story of college senior Emily Young, who unknowingly invites an adorable, murderous sloth onto campus. It's senior year of college for sorority sister Emily Young, and for the first time ever, Sigma Lambda Theta is having elections for who will be president. Wanting to have a killer year, Emily Young realized she might just be the best option for her sorority. While beginning her campaign, she finds an adorable sloth that steals her heart and soon realizes she might just steal the hearts and votes of her sorority sisters. But when bodies slowly begin to pile up in the Sigma Lambda Theta house, Emily and her sorority sisters realize the deaths are being caused by their new house mascot, the cuddly sloth Alpha. 
Will Emily and her sisters escape the house with their lives? Or is this death sloth with three razor sharp claws too quick for them? I need to see some slother house. Did I send you the the stupid sloth picture? Sorry, stupid sloth picture yet? This is a stupid picture. Yeah, I see oh, it on I... here. I'm... But here's the uh, poster. Look. Ooh, wait a minute. Whoa, I lost you. I lost the, the screen. Oh, wow. Look at that. Don't rush. Die slow. Slother house. Mm-hmm. Mama knew it. <laughs> Bet it's horrible, but I'm I'm into the idea. <laughs> get rid of this John Carpenter thing. Get rid of this. Man, thing. he looks kind of small. I don't know how big sloths. I've assumed sloths were huge. Oh, they're not. You know, if I'm making a killer sloth movie, I make him a big ass sloth. I make him like twelve feet tall. Look. Wait a minute. Look, yeah, he looks huge. Got big claws, though. God, wait until you see this one. Do you think the sloth is really the killer? Do you think it's all a setup? And the real killer is, you know, some asshole. Uh, Maybe it's an asshole sloth. There's asshole people. Maybe it's a sociopathic sloth. Man, I'm pro sloth. Well, check out this sloth. Oh, my God. Is that a real sloth? Yeah. What's he doing? Are they doing like the they're reenacting right. Titanic? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Did you share King him? Of the world. What? Did you share how cute he is? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm popping him up. Look. Oh my god! I want a sloth. But they're covered in weird stinkiness. They have an ecosystem in their fur, so they like have bogs and things. Oh, really? and, so it really yeah. is like Jason Minton. No, no. The next one I think is even cuter because it's in a bowl. In a bowl. In a little bowl. All right, I'm hoping you mean like someone's eating them or something. No. What is he doing? He's inspecting. He's curious. He's like pulling the dude's hair out. He's being curious. He's gentle. He's like, what is that? Man, it looks like he can use his hand like prehensile like fingers. He's pretty cool. Look at it. Oh my god. It doesn't even look real. Look, no, it looks like he's smiling. Yeah. So freaking cute. And his little like bottom legs are like whoop, up over the sides. Yeah. And the hair is so weird. That's a problem. So you're gonna you get sucked in. Look at this cute sloth, and boom, death. Slother yeah. house. Yes. Bam. Well, I, I I would see slother house. I found a big one for you though. If you want to see a big one, do you need to know? Yes. All right. It's the biggest one I see. The king sloth. Yes. Or queen sloth, maybe. I don't know. I kind is of want Is it just a picture of Jason Minton? <laughs> what? Here's the tallest sloth known to man. Mm. 
And you weird. never saw the TV show series Evil, did you? No. Oh, man. I, I wish you would give it a try. I really, really loved it. The villain guy in it is great. There's some times where it's got a little bit of a lull now and again, but overall, it's excellent. The evil is really evil, and I think you'd enjoy the evil. I'm, I am pro-evil. Yes. It's great. And I bring it up because season four is coming out. See, that's pretty big, right? Yeah. It's got pretty thick hair, too. Yeah. It's luxurious hair. Mm -hmm. I don't think that one's got an ecosystem, but maybe... Maybe. Slother House. Oh, I can show you a scary one. <gasps> oh my god. We <laughs> can just look at Slother House tonight. Ah! So bad. So, um, Evil's going to have fourth season. And it's coming out pretty soon. Unfortunately, I think it's only on Paramount. Um, as does happen so often now. Hmm. So, yes, more shows like Evil deliver far more nuanced plots and fewer episodes to eliminate the filler. <laughs> I think they're saying uh, 10 episodes this season. The move from Paramount to CBS, the series is beginning shorter episode ordered, which is exciting for the fans. You may not see all 10. Get out of here. The series, the uh, picketers, ooh, uh, a f cast member dealing with an urgent family member kind of slowed it down. I just want to know when it's happening. What is going on here? The shaky shivers looks pretty cool. A shaky shivers of what? It's a movie coming out this month. I'm going to share Two young women find themselves in an abandoned camp in the woods with a book of magical spells surrounded by classic monsters and the comedic send-up of 80s horror films. Hmm. Interesting. But the monsters look cool. What do you think about the monster I just sent you? I'll get it one sec. This is Shaky Shivers. Oh. But here's uh, one of the monsters. Looks pretty cool. Ugh. Gross. I'm into it. Alright, let me grab this one. Oh man, there was I another cute Troy, sloth. By the way. What's this? What's uh what's I miss that? Troy. I miss Troy. Yeah, yeah. He's uh works weird hours now, unfortunately. Mm. I'll tell him to get his ass on the show though. He can always jump on even if it's late. Yeah, even if he just is pops in and is like, hey, how is everything? I'm talking about sloths. Look at that! What do you think about that's that? That's cute. That's a weird sloth there. That's out of evil. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, yeah that makes me want to watch yeah. it. I like, I like creatures. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you some creatures here. I'm going to find some stuff to share with you. There's many a creature, and they're weird. There's demons all over the place. They have different uh, ways to describe these demons. It's interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on at once. Let's see. I can give you George. Mm. 
I think I had a Ooh. guest on from it once. Really? Yeah, he plays like one of the recurring uh, evil dudes. Nice. It might have been this guy. Yes, it was. Sweet. That's awesome. It was, uh, we did uh, behind the Men Behind the Monsters month. Yeah. And he was one of the people. Oh, that's amazing. He plays a bunch of cool monsters. It's, um, I can't think of the name. Mm -hmm. I dig it. So, do you, do you know that name of the character? George. Oh, okay. Let me try. I'm trying to find the actor. But it integrates a lot of tech stuff with um, evil and whether or not it's evil or not and how does it influence children. And it sounds like it would be preachy, but it's not. And I, I, Maybe I'm my brain is too simple, but I think it does a really good job of showing the potential problems with technology, not to totally demonize technology, but there are problems that come with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, Marty Matulis. Well, that is excellent. He was a really cool guest. And uh, since then, he's been in Smile and, um, and oh, it's Studio 666. Oh, what was he Maybe in we'll Studio Six? Demon. He's been one of the one of the demon dudes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'll have to get him back on sometime. He was a cool guest. I'll get him back on the show sometime. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of those people who play the monsters um, in movies uh, always turn out to be really nice people. Yeah. Boom. Who's that? Who's that guy? That's Marty Matulis who plays George. That wow. was a banner I made for uh, Behind the Monsters. What about when he looks normal? He's normal over here. Oh, I had, I had something <laughs> covering him. I had my thing that I was looking at pictures for covering I gotcha. Him. Oh, he's also in uh, the Picard series. Sweet. Yeah, he's doing really good for himself. Cool. Mandalorian. Wow. It's good for him, yeah. Hmm. What's happening in the world? Did I did I miss some of the things that you put? The thing no, that I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Mike Flanagan's The Fall of the House of Usher is coming to Netflix. That's got yeah. a lot of bad stuff around it, so bad stuff like what um god who is the guy the guy who played um who's the guy who played uh skeletor in the, the he-man movie in the he-man movie uh i don't remember i just remember the guy that played he-man uh, well let me it's uh Frank Langella. Yes, I was so, thinking L something. Yeah, so Frank Langella had come out of retirement to play wow. uh, to play Usher, play the the mate the patriarch. He's pretty old, and then um, they filmed like all of it, I believe, and then he got in 
trouble. Uh, so the woman who plays his young wife in the in the show said he made like inappropriate comments, and so they fired him and reshot all his scenes. And I, wow. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there, but I've read what he said, and I mean, I I, I kind of feel like it's just a guy from another era. Mm. But I mean, again, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Mm. But uh, I did feel. I mean, also, I mean, again, if if he did stuff, I don't feel bad for him. But I mean, he was saying like, you know, he came out of retirement for this, and he's never been accused of anything his whole career, and this could be what you know he's known as now for you know the rest of uh, you know puts a, a bad mark on his whole career now. So. Mm. I would have never known if you hadn't told me, so. Yeah. That's too bad, though. Well, who knows? Maybe he'll get redeemed. Yeah. yeah. What else is happening? All right. So you won't be here next week. I will not be here next weekend. A long weekend. Will you be on the show Thursday? So you won't be here on Thursday either? Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or even Wednesday night. Not around. Well, I'll be back here. I'm not sure who'll be the guest yet, but um, we'll figure it out. Hopefully get Gary Sherman back on maybe sometime uh, next month. I'd like uh, us both to be free for that one. Yeah. It's a tough season. There's a lot going on in the fall time. Yeah, Murray, maybe even November. We'll figure it out. But uh, we'll get Gary. I'm sure. I'm sure Gary will do it. Something might have come up because I haven't heard from him today. So hopefully, he's hopefully okay. he's okay though. Yeah, yeah. everything's hopefully he's everything's okay. all right. But I am a big fan of his films. That's I would exciting. recommend all of them. I'm gonna have to rewatch the dead one. Finish watching the one with um, John, uh, Donald Pleasance and Christopher Lee. Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, Mike Lackey. Yes. Sent us each a copy of his his, his uh, graphic novel. Uh, excellent, excellent, excellent. So Very I have them both here. Awesome. And I did not look at yours yet, but mine, I assume yours as well. He even he you know put a little note in it to Nasty Neil, which is very cool, and uh, so really awesome of him to do that. And uh, when I see Annabelle again, I'll bring you yours. And uh, I'm looking forward to reading it and getting yeah. Mike back on the show. And Mike told me uh, he said he feels like he's made two new friends after being. Oh, that's really kind. He's yeah. really nice. Yeah, he was great. So I liked him a lot. Very cool. So I'm looking forward to uh, reading it. Looks very fun. And I'll be honest, he mentioned uh, Sergio Aragones, and I will say the the cartoons are very reminiscent. So I think it'll be a fun read. Oh. It's very big too. It's a big graphic novel. Yeah, he made it sound like he was quite like a couple hundred pages, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So both him and Frank, very cool guys from uh, yeah. from a crazy movie. Street trash. Street trash. Yeah. I always, I love street trash. 
big fan. I love melting people. So, yeah. Or on cinema, not like melting people in reality, but cinematic people melting is very cool. You don't see enough of it. And they melted real crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But melting yeah. is it's good. Yeah, it's a, it's a great scene in Indiana Jones, uh, the first Indiana Jones. Uh, this is much more colorful and wacky and yeah, gross. It's very crazy. Not only is that yeah. movie gross and stuff, I really think it's really well shot and made, so it adds a lot to the film. They have big shoes to fill for uh, doing the new one. We'll see. Yes. But I do like uh, the maker, Ryan uh, Kruger. Mm. So hopefully it works out. I like that shirt you're wearing. Thank you. It's crazy. It doesn't fit awesome. I might uh, might borrow someone's... Uh... What's up, Steve? Steve! I might borrow a... Keep going to say typewriter. Yeah, Not you can fix it. that with a typewriter. Boop, 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 boop. Oh. It'll be all this set. It's like a weird fit, and it's like a weird square shape. Because I bought it through one of these sites. You win some, you lose some. It's a pretty sweet graphic there, Steve. Yeah, little devil dude. Yeah, he's cool. He's ready. I got a devil up here. Oh, what is that? Is that from a particular thing? It's from a creepy company. They do a series of these. I forget the name of them, but they're all these little. Uh, I really like them. But he doesn't have like an origin story. I don't from think so. I don't think so. Or whatever. No. Set up for the creep show season in October. I'm not. Emilio getting melted from time. Oh, that. Dave Deadman. That's very nice. Dave, I, the first time I saw that, it was so scarring. I was not, I didn't have family members that like horror movies. I, I caught them through luck and ingenuity. And uh, that scene, we actually were lent this movie. My parents didn't know it was going to be so graphic. So when that guy got hit. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a really bloody, gory, graphic oh movie. Oh, God, but that guy getting hit by the car, and I just remember his, like, he was like a hot dog. He was like this weird softness to him. And I don't know I don't know if this is exactly the same thing you're talking about, but I'm pretty sure he does get, like, melted and then hit by the car, and he's, it was scarring. Scarring. Um, that tells you, me, I, I was sent the, um, I have to set you up for this too, Annabelle, because, um, it's not a link I can share, but I'll, I'll send them your email and hopefully you can accept it. Uh, cause I get a lot of uh, screeners from shutter, but mm -hmm. it's through screeners.com, which everyone doesn't need to know all the ins and outs. But anyway, it's not like a, a, a link I can share. They'd have, you'd have to log in with your own email and they sent the, um, the new creep show season. Cool. And they're going to try to set us up for some interviews. So, after you check it out, yeah. Ugh. I have to stretch. Well, we can wrap this up. Uh, too bad Gary did not come on, but yeah. uh, hopefully we get this worked out. What are the up and coming movies of the near future? 
It sounds uh, like so Hispanics, Satanic Hispanics is not going to be in my area. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, um, what there's else? um <laughs> one coming out this weekend, I believe. Grab this. Oh, that's no, the sound of Expendables mm -hmm. 4. That's not a horror movie. That's what? Horror. I ain't watching no fucking Expendables movie. The Nun 2. I have speak with Clint Howard, and it is so great. I love that movie, Steve. Evil Speak with Clint oh, Howard. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Clint Howard. That movie's awesome. If you haven't seen Evil Speak, it's so great. I know the name of that. It's, he's in like a private school and he's picked on wicked bad and he ends up going into a basement like i kind of i have very bad memory to begin with so my these are my vague probably inaccurate memories but he goes into a basement finds a like a necronomicon kind of thing and he's just or maybe it's a computer oh yeah it's like plugged into a uh, like an ancient ancient meaning like the 80s computer Yes, he gets revenge on his bullies. But he's not, like, I don't find him very likable. Like, I wouldn't want to be his buddy either, to be honest. But I enjoy the movie, and I enjoy the idea of revenge on bullies. Because fuck bullies. Maybe I'll get Clint. We can try to get Clint. Uh, we had Clint Howard on the show. Oh, he's an awesome guest. With, with a crazy... A, crazy uh voicemail and he encouraged us to just call him at random times to because he changes it all the time <laughs> so i'll try to get him back on he's a crazy guest very very cool guy yeah, that'd be awesome it was uh pre-video days but uh, really wow. fun guy yeah i mean i think that's a selling point to begin with if people want to be seen yeah like hey now we're doing videos we'd love to have you back on blah blah yeah. So uh, let's see. It Lives Inside opens this weekend. Actually opened right today. Sam is desperate to fit in at school, rejecting her Indian culture and family to be like everyone else. When a mythological demonic spirit latches onto her former best friend, she must come to terms with her heritage in order to defeat it. Wow. So that opened today. It's playing this weekend. Oh, I think we um saw the trailer for that one. Yeah, it's got the e eyes and the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's got the blood in the backpack, right? Yeah. yeah the I Origin of Evil. That opens this weekend, too. I don't know if this horror... It says suspense. A woman is sucked into a world of secrets and betrayal as the battle over her estranged father's massive estate reveals him to be more than a genial patriarch she'd assumed in this twisted satire. Doesn't give a lot, but nope. sometimes that's good. I don't know. I, don't, I have a feeling it doesn't have a lot to give. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. A lot of movies playing this weekend. Um, so that's it for this weekend. Steve, I just... Um... Finally, just about a month, maybe two months ago, I finally moved on from my giant tube TV that had a DVD-VCR combo. The VCR didn't work, so I got a VCR from Salvation Army to plug into it. I still have physical media that I'm just kind of like figuring out what 
to do. But look at that. I just didn't I just don't have the space. I have a very I'm not in like a big house. This is the first uh VHS tape my mom ever bought me. That's very nice. And so the VH tape itself is broken, but oh. I like the I like the clamshell. Yeah. Yeah, I have to prioritize my space for for art supplies and so that's a long in progress work, but I'm trying. A lot of stuff comes out next weekend, but you'll be away. But uh, the creator, which is science fiction, but I think it looks great. Um, I'll be back though. I know. Surprised by Oxford. I don't know what that is. I don't think that's horror. Saw X, which I definitely go see. I'll wait and go see that with you if you want when you come back. Yeah, I'll see it. Um. Oh, cool! The Exorcist, the Exorcist fiftieth anniversary. Oh, so it'll be the Exorcist out and about. Yeah, you probably won't let us see it because it's, it's old. a special event. Yeah, we probably we we they'll let us see it, but we'll have to pay for it. Sometimes we've been to special events. And yeah, I know. It, I don't understand it. Yeah, you bastards. Um, the blind. That's also a special That's event. Blind. No, never mind. That, that sounds like stupid. The um, blind? <laughs> it sounds Like stupid. the blind people? The blind, the blinds? Like oh, this now. is cool, though. So they're putting the Exorcist a 50th blind. anniversary out this weekend, yeah. and then the weekend after, the new one comes out. Oh. So if we could go see that and um, Saw X, that would be a really cool double feature, yeah, I think. For, cool. um, what weekend is that going to be? That'll be the, the 8th. The 8th of October. Fuck. It's got to be a lot of October things happening, too. I know. Sundays are going to be good days for me for a while because I don't watch football. Nor do I. So um, I used to watch this stuff, but uh, I don't. But that would be cool, though, if we see a X and, um, you know, it's the sequels to these classic horror things. That'd be cool. And also, we probably won't be able to see this, but we've seen it before. But I am glad they're starting to do these things. A special event, House of a Thousand Corpses uh, anniversary. Really? Yep. How long has that been out? Just comes out the 8th. No, but what's the anniversary? Oh, the 20th. 20th! Yep. Fuck. It was because I had... um, um, I did an interview earlier this year for the 20th anniversary of it. We had... I had um, Dr. Satan on. Oh. And it was really weird because I have a picture with him for the 10th anniversary when I did I uh, hosted a panel. Yeah. And I, it's re- weird to think that that was 10 years ago. <laughs> and then, you know. Dude, I was talking with He's a cool guest, Madre though. last night. and uh, Talking to who? Me Madre last oh. night. And... Uh, been friends with Seth like in person since 2017 that's almost seven years wow that's weird yeah it's a long time here you go on the 15th they're showing this on like 8,000 screens like this whole look every look what look at what this is that? for what look you can't even I can't even keep it all in one scroll as me the Taylor Swift tour. 
What? Taylor Swift. Tour. That's on screens. Yeah. I'm so confused. So like. On the fifteenth, well, we'll be good thing. We'll be away that weekend. Go, we'll be watching cool horror movies, not Taylor Swift. Not Taylor Swift. I don't get it. I mean, I don't really know her music, anyways. But no, I don't know. Swifty Nation. I don't know if they call themselves that, but I know they call themselves Swifties. Hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon, which I really would like to see. Not horror, but looks awesome. Oh yeah, the one the Native American one. Yeah. That looks so good, so powerful. It was the first time I saw the trailer. I was going to cry. Yeah, it looks great. Really Weird. Later in the month, there's no horror movies coming out. They're all coming out early. you think they'd put stuff out closer to well, Halloween. Maybe they put them out because the early October, the Halloween is in the air. And then they've got the entire month to make money. Yeah. And if you put them in near the end of the month, then you've got that little bit of buzz but when it goes into november people still hanging on to that buzz we've got some steve on the side over here yeah, all right guys i'm like stretching and everything hey neil and annabelle have you seen the movie the exorcist 2 um oh, yes i have i actually uh have only seen one as a child that was really horrendous you saw the second one though right the heretic the one with uh, what's her face in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's always it's, it's like, not uh, a good movie. They're they're trying to hypnotize her. Yeah, and that dude. And Burton, so what his name is. It's what? funny you mentioned this though. I was going through. Uh, I was cleaning out some stuff, and I found the Heretic Special Edition Blu-ray, which I didn't even know I had. Wow. Still sealed in the package. Maybe you can sell it. Yeah. I can't say I know there, it seems like uh, it was always considered really bad but it does seem like there's a following now saying that it's better like it's really good but I, I don't think it's oh, a good movie I mean I do like the third one but I cannot agree with people who there's a lot of people who say it's better than The Exorcist and the third one isn't I think it's a very good movie but it's not better than The Exorcist the numbers of a lot of people. I what? feel like most of the time when you say a lot of people, it's like five people. I don't know. A lot of I don't do a poll. Do it without your head poll. I really love you guys. Shows three superior to the original Exorcist. No, the original. Honestly, it's that's like a one of the greatest films I've ever seen. I want to know about the a lot of people. I want to pull. I don't even think that the book is kind of a mess. Mm -hmm. uh, which is the sequel to the book is the um, it's you know the sequel to to uh, The Exorcist and then it's the third movie but I think the book is a real mess mm -hmm. and the movie is kind of two but it's an entertaining mess I think which is the entertaining mess part three oh it's got a lot of, it's a good I enjoy it yeah Um, I actually think the the movie version is better than the book of that one um the exorcist are equally amazing the books i honestly think the original exorcist might be the best horror novel i've ever read steve norambaro i really love your guys show and i've been watching for five years and saw the one with daniel uh beer you had daniel beer from the raft yeah that's very cool hmm. 
We've had three guests from uh, Creeper Show Two, um, from one, one from each of the segments. Yeah. Did you know? Mm-hmm. When we were talking about Mine Hunters earlier, mm-hmm. the older detective in Mine Hunters, he is mm-hmm. the long-haired uh, Indian guy in the uh, in the in Creep Show Two, the opening segment, who's robbing the. Um, Who's robbing the uh, the old folks who have the uh, chief woodenhead? Oh, he's the actually alive guy. Yeah, he's the guy who's oh. keep talking. He's going to Hollywood with his hair, and he gets scalped. That's him. Yeah, no shit. And which guy is that? That's he's the, the old. He's the older. The older detective in Mindhunters. Oh, shit. What's his name? Um, he should be on the show. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Maybe now that the fucking series is canceled, he wouldn't mind so much. Holt McHallany. Let's see what I get here. Huh. Interesting. I will lurk. I'll see that. I mean, worst he's going to say is no. Yeah. He could say go fuck yourself too, but I bet he probably <laughs> won't. That'd be pretty cool. Honestly, I think it'd be cool if someone just like, hey, you fucking piece of shit. You're like, oh, wow. I'm going to go, I'm going to screenshot oh, this. Then you just, exactly. And just post it all over the place. Career spanning over 30 years, Holt McCallany has worked on some of the best, world's best directors. Yeah, that's a good list. I will say. David Fincher, Guillermo del Toro, David Russell, Guy Ritchie, William Friedkin, Lawrence Kasdan. Walter Hill, Clint Eastwood, David Twoey, Brian De Palma, and Michael Mann, among others. Cool. But boy, it doesn't, honestly, like, I guess, you know, if you look at him, you can kind of tell, but it really doesn't look much like him. Mm. But that's cool. I'm glad, uh, you know, he ended up being a, you know, it's not like a household name, but he's in a lot of stuff. He is in a lot of stuff with some really great people. Children what about corn. yeah i know i haven't seen the new children of the corn i think it's on netflix or something i need to check it out i thought of the trailer looked good but it's almost universally hated so i don't know mm. i like the original one and a lot of people hate it i like it it's definitely flawed but yeah whatever <laughs> yep he's in mindhunter so i guess he did make it to hollywood that's right he kept saying in that. He's like, I'm going to make point. it to Hollywood. Very good point. Where's Pepe tonight? I don't know. Pepe, where's the Pepe? Pepe Potit. That's, I'm like thinking about here we've got Steve, and that's awesome, but it made me think like, wait, where's yeah. people too? Yeah. Yeah. To all interact and stuff. Yeah, Dave Dead. It's like you can all be here at once. Dave, you don't have to take turns. Dave Deadman comes out, and then Steve comes in. Dave was here brief. Yeah, but I was happy to see him. Yeah, I'm always happy to see these lovely people, no matter how brief they actually interact. That's cool. Yes, he bought a um, which I, I'm not saying this is why I like Dave, but I was happy that he bought one of the eight bit shirts. That made me. Uh, that was very nice of him. Mm-hmm. I offered to help him with his uh, his um, artwork to get uh, some shirts made because he does a lot of cool stuff. He's got some of it up on his uh, Instagram. Yeah, 
Does he? Cool. Mm. Is he making any new stuff? Yeah. Nice. I have to check it out. Yeah. I have to delete my Twitters. Yeah, fuck Twitter. Oh, I never liked it anyway, but I'm not paying shit. No, this, this I, the, when you're so rich, you, you're so out of touch. And he's because he's like, uh, oh, well, it's going to be a real small amount. Yeah, a small amount to if you're worth multi, multi billions. Well, he's charging, I guess he's charging the people who can pay to be verified $8 a month. I ain't going to fucking pay no $8 a month for something I never used. I use I use it to check in on Tom Six, which I never do anymore. Ever, anyways, that's it. So I just have to go in, do screenshots of anything cool I want to save, and dump them. There's no reason for me to keep that crap. None. It's like a what do you call it? A time capsule, so I can go to it like a time capsule. Who has what? What was that? Uh, he's just saying we have cool shirts, which I appreciate. Uh, he met the it's the um you know the silver shamrock one eight bit dudes. I have my own shirts. Those are Neil's shirts. Yeah, well, we have without your head ones too with the logos and stuff. Yeah, but I ate them. Did I did I make any anything on any of the things you're selling right now? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I have my own shirts, but I have to get it organized and. All that sheet, the Annabelle Lecter art shirts and such. Yeah, you can check those out on um, a lot of them are on Amazon, and the ones that Amazon does not allow are on T Public. Do you make more money from Amazon or T Public? Yeah, Amazon. Uh, Much like better cut. Yep. Much better cut. And they don't cost more, but they give you a much better cut. What is it? Um, five bucks, over five dollars a shirt for if you sell them for twenty bucks. Wow! That and free shipping cool. for people, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's shipping and 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 they, and they get free and, and you people get free shipping with Amazon Prime. Yeah, I get like two bucks a shirt off public T Public. I'm just happy some people are wearing the shirts, mm -hmm. but it is a significant uh, better deal uh, for the artist on Amazon. Oh, sweet. Still have your evil genius work shirt. I have an evil genius work shirt over here as well. Oh, very cool. I actually found some stuff recently, too, when I was cleaning out some stuff. And um, so I have, a, I'll have to offer them to people. I have those like a 5X, I believe, evil genius shirt, work shirt. And a couple hoodies. I think they're. I think these hoodie. I'm not sure what size the hoodies are. I have to look. But there's a couple evil genius hoodie. Oh no, axe murderer. Axe murderer hoodies. Um. So that'd be fun. People out there who would like one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys watch Tales from the Dark Side? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're awesome. Some did scare me, and some did not. I'd say most entertain me. The theme music scared me though that theme music that opening intro was so damn creepy i still think it's creepy I, it's wonderful it's really masterfully done um we just actually um 
I watched one for the recent guest, and uh, it was not scary at all. It was like this weird little monster thing, hiding. Yeah, like looking back now, seeing, because I love them, and I've watched them since I was a kid, but. Yeah, I always loved It's not as scary now as it used to be, but when I was younger, like you said. Yeah. It was great, though. It was great memories. Or uh, a Monsters show that was on, like, back-to-back in in our neighborhood. Back-to-back Monsters and Tales from the Dark Side on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. What a great lineup. You had the wins, didn't you? TV 50? Were you too selfish? Yeah, yeah. WLVI is part of living. Living 56. 56. I'm saying 50. No, we had 56 and 38. Al Caprillion. The meteorologist is a oh no i i i only saw him late much later uh hey this is al caprillion and it was uh Ding. it was uh it was my grandmother was still alive and it was something she was watching and he would be on there so it was like probably like 10 years ago or something eight or ten it was and he was like he was right when he's retiring i believe he was good. He got your attention. I learned about high pressure. He was just a weird <laughs> man, and you paid attention to that that weather report. It's really weird because we, we, you know, um, you had mentioned, and so I looked into it. You know, we were at this giant hurricane coming. Yes. And um, it looked like you know it was gonna miss us, but we're still gonna get wind, which we did. But uh, so I had some. Uh, people I know on, on my local page and like they went on this really weird thing about it being fake news and it's like it's not fake news the hurricane existed and uh anyway it's very very weird fake the fake news thing we won't go I mean it's not really relevant to the show but the uh it's one of the worst things that like come around because now if you just don't like something you can just say it's fake news and somehow it doesn't exist and it creates drama. The whole mm-hmm. thing, this thing always creates drama. Steve, yes, it was Monster in the Closet. Thank you. Yeah, we got oh, yeah. a great story about that episode, actually. Uh, I feel so bad. Mike Lackey. Yes, Mike Lackey told a really good story about that during the interview. Yeah. Um, one called Trick or Treat. I know I've seen all of them. Whether I can follow him in my mind is a different thing, but I've I noticed Mike. Him. Mike is pretty is a pretty hardcore uh, wrestling fan, like myself. Uh, yeah. And a, he's a big AEW fan. I've nice. seen him even commenting on some AEW pretty stuff, hard. so it made me happy. Heard about CM Punk getting dumped? Yeah, my that's my boy, yeah. CM Punk. But he's a bad behavior. I heard all kinds of stuff about him being a real dick. It depends on how you look at it, I guess. I don't know. Sounds like he's a dick. I'm a fan. Even if he's a dick? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the other people that were involved. So. Mm. Uh, and if it was the same guy who was in the crate. Yes. Yes. I find him to be really creepy. And some I used to. I don't anymore. I used to confuse that actor with the actor. Um, actually, the um, Dave Deadman's profile guy here horror biz oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about from reanimator 
they have some they're both tall and slim and they have this like like corpse like yeah face. yeah i don't know how else to describe it it's like the tone it's like this very classy british somehow like a death mask yeah that's the one right there yes Top. check it out monsters just so silly and fun and the nostalgia is just great it's just great see this is the thing i like watching old stuff so much that i just don't i i have i already have the like sentimental investment so i know i'm going to enjoy it it's like an effort to watch some of the new stuff it's like well i might like it i might not so unless i have a strong feeling towards i'm going to like it it's hard for me to. i really uh I really like to watch new stuff all the time, but I understand. Um, I like some new stuff, but... Even if I don't like it, I just like to watch new stuff. You get more in house time than me. But time is... Well, I mean, you're the opposite of music than I am. I don't like to listen to new music, and you like to find new music. So. the like um new music than a new movie. Like, a song yeah. is five minutes. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I go to movies every week i don't know i just like to watch new yes. movies and stuff it's not possible for me to do it's not possible uh then this picture though from dave deadman that is from my uh top i don't want to say my favorite my top five sex scenes ever in a horror movie <laughs> that photo right there it's a great mm -hmm. scene it's right up there with the vine scene and evil dead Steve Navarro, have you seen the word processor on the gods? That was another tale. Have. I surely have. I I don't. Rem I'm not good with names or titles, so off the top of I've done actually pretty well so far, <laughs> but I cannot recall it off the top of my head. How many? I wonder how many seasons that show was. I don't know. God. All right. Well, we should probably take off. I've not eaten dinner yet. I'm very hungry. Yeah, I'm space cadet. I've been real tired lately. I'm just a mess. Something's going on. There's another person I work with who has ADHD. I think there's some... Anybody out there who has ADHD, can you, like, drop a, like, note that says, I am also having extra, extra, extra symptoms right now because I think there's a pattern. So word processor that his his son his son nephew built. It's about a word processor that his son, not his son, uh, but his nephew built, and the guy who gets the word processor has a bad family when he puts his delete button. They disappear. Interesting. Mm. I like that. Oh, I don't know if you noticed this hat. Oh, sweet. Did you order that? Um, I think you I did after we got that? back because they didn't have them there. Yeah, but I bought it from their website at the. T I liked it. Cool. Kind of scruffy, so I'm wearing the hat. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, it also looks cool. Yeah. Like it. Oh. It yeah. also blocks the light that's shining right here. Yeah. See, my hair is all madness. No, it's not that scruffy, but it's scruffier than I normally am. See, I can do stupid shit with my hair. I got Coolidge. I also have a Coolidge ah. corner pin. Now I'm a total badass punk. Hell out. yeah. <laughs> do it up. Yeah. It's like
like shampoo horn when you're a child. Did you ever have a shampoo horn as a child? What's that? It's when Joe Mama or your parental unit adult, as you in, you're in the tub because children don't take showers, they're just in the tub with a bunch of suds, and your parent decides to basically do that with your hair. They take all the wet hair with whatever is in it, and they're like, and give you this, this, this. They like put your hair in a little thing, and they call it a shampoo horn. I like it. Oh, that looks cool. Honestly, how's this? That's true. I don't know if that's true or not, but how about the mustache? That I like it. I think that you should take that out on special occasions. I need I to get regular uh, some type of mustache. I'm using this is uh, Old Spice Fiber Wax. It's probably well, not the best. It must but... smell strong. No, it doesn't smell. That good would anymore. have a strong smell. That would be a lot for me. No, it doesn't have any smell at all. I think it's unscented. And but it's just made by Old Spice, the company Old Spice. No, it's yeah, completely yeah. unscented. Yeah. What? <laughs> Are you trauma fans? Um, I'm not like I like a lot of I like. It's weird to say yes or no because I I like the idea of trauma. I like a lot of trauma movies. I don't love all the trauma movies, so. I like no. the acquisition trauma movies more than their house-made movies. I mean, I like, uh, I like, um, I do like some, uh, some of the ones that they made. I like, um, Poultry Geist, then I like uh, Toxic Avenger, I like Nukem High. Dave, like, up like this? My hair is just really big. I love the way Joan Jett looks. She's a badass. I just got confirmation she here. Out to be Joan Jett. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. I forgot. Uh, and he's just uh, messaged me. He's into coming back on the show. Uh, Sky Elobar from the Greasy oh. Strangler. What? And so he made one of my favorite shorts I've maybe have ever seen. I saw it at Genre Blast. The Ben Evans film. Well, he he's in it. He's the main star. He's Ben Evans, and mm. it's absolutely fantastic. I think it was he's great in it. Super weird, super dark. And then I saw today they have a crowdfund me, uh, a crowdfunder to raise the money to make the feature film, Whoa. a Ben Evans film. And so I'm really excited because I uh, I thought it was just great. That's the title? A Ben Evans film, yes. Oh, interesting. So let me read you what it's about. Um, a daring filmmaker cast his late parents in a film, aiming to premiere it at a local theater. It is super dark and weird. We should be able to play this, I would think, because they have the pitch on here. They'd probably be happy we played that, wouldn't you think? You think? Is it sourced from YouTube? See, now this is what No, I it's on Indiegogo. I'm Joan Jett. I gotta be, like, buffing it out. I don't know what these fit people eat. Oh, 
It's only a minute long. What do you think? Should we try it? Yeah, try it. It's up to you. Yeah, I think I I think since it's it's uh the they'd be happy I think that we would share it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna we'll find out. <laughs> Jim Bradley says it's the doing that matters. Mary, you look so gorgeous with that new hairdo. Cut. Hi, I'm going to make this quick because I really have to go to the bathroom. I'm James Henry Hall. Action. And I'm Brett K. Hall. And I know what you're thinking. Who the f*** are these guys? Where the f***s have made Spin, Harbinger, and Dolas. And we are here today to talk about our latest film entitled A Ben Evans Film. Hey James, tell them about A Ben Evans Film. A Ben Evans film is about a kind yet delusional young man who makes a film starring his recently deceased parents. Ooh, spooky. Our movie's a cross between Psycho and Weekend at Bernie's. The script is based on a story written by Bird Box author Josh Mallerman and stars Sky Elevar from The Greasy Strangler as Ben Evans. Throughout the pandemic, we worked tirelessly to craft a script that is full of horror, humor, and heart. Is the script any good? Ask anybody. I read it to Fluffy here, and Fluffy loved it, didn't you, Fluffy? Woof. We are raising part of the funds necessary to make our film using the website Indiegogo. And if you can't make a contribution, please consider sharing our campaign. Re-raise, fucker. We didn't show too much clips of the of the actual short. Um, just the beginning there, but oh, the short is so good. That's pretty super. Pretty super. I can't get it. I can't. Uh... What? Maybe that. Maybe this is my new do. This weird like misfits spike. I like it. My misfits spike. I honestly think it looks good. Yeah. You really? Yeah. Sweet. I don't know what it looks like on the side. I guess it's kind of like has a curl. Effect. Yeah, I like it because it's got the blue, it's like blue sideburns. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like uh, I, this isn't gonna sound good. So it kind of looks like Lenny or Squiggy there from. <laughs> <laughs> Just what I wanted. <laughs> a Ben Evans film. Oh man, this it was so weird and. I didn't. I didn't know anything about it going in at Genre Blast, and we're just. I was like, "Oh shit, this rules!" And then it won. Um, in one best short, no best actor. Uh, Sky oh. won best actor, and I, I took a picture of it up on the screen. Yeah. And and I texted it to Sky, and he was all excited. So yeah, if Sky comes back, that would be so nice. Yeah, yeah, he's into it. So he we'll, chance to be in that interview. Yes, but we'll have to do it soonish though because of the, uh, you know, they it would be to raise the money for the thing. So, mm-hmm. well, we gotta get like a spreadsheet or something going yeah, on. Yeah, we'll now. figure it. We'll figure it out. I'll send you some notes and we'll figure it out. All right. Spreadsheets, spreadsheets, spreadsheets. <laughs> All right, class. class yeah, I like class and you can buy. I actually like a lot of the ones made by um, like Lloyd Kaufman, Kaufman himself. I like Shitstorm. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was so crazy. They are so it's like tough sometimes with the trauma ones because I'll like some of it and some of it I will not like in the same movie. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big of the shit in Shitstorm. I like a lot of the messages and stuff in Shitstorm. Yeah. So. Uh, they're very much like a South Park in a way. I mean, you can watch them as just the surface stuff, but there's uh, all of them are really about other things. And I like that. Uh, I could tell that you're the Twilight Zone fan. Yeah, a huge Twilight Zone fan. It's too bad yeah. the people that made the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Terrible story. One of the, you know, t uh, when the helicopter killed uh, three of the people. Yes. But uh, I, I, I mean, honestly, really like the movie. Mm -hmm. You want to see something really scary? But then it's got that stupid, what do they call it? There's like a name for that wildcat. Kick cat the sound. can. What? The wildcat sound. It's like, wow, wow, wow. And they use like for 20 plus years. It's just anything that's monstrous and animal-like gets that sound. It is pretty silly. I've never watched Ooh. the new Twilight Zone series that was uh, produced by um, Guy Made Us there. Um, I don't know if I watched it either, to be honest with you. If he, uh, that's something else. I don't have a million streaming services either, so it's not like I could just be like, what's on? Unless yeah, I've been starting to get rid of some because they keep raising their prices, and if you just get one, it's okay. But like Netflix, they raised it to fifteen ninety five, and it's like, did not. yeah, it's like this is like getting expensive oh, to have all these. Crazy. You know, when they're all like th five bucks or something, it's not too bad. But yeah, fuck that. So yeah, my plan is to just oh, get rid God. of some of them, and then kind of cycle them in and out. It's like uh, Disney Plus I got it one time and I watched all stuff I wanted to watch. Then I haven't got it since then. But now there's all kinds of stuff on there that I haven't seen. I think I'm going to get Disney Plus for a little while and cancel some of these other ones. Then I'll, you know, cycle them in and out. I think there's a lot of people doing that. It just seems, it's just so crazy. Like, if everybody charged a reasonable amount, all of these businesses would make money. And, I mean... I don't think competition is bad as long as everybody's staying on the same level. Like if there's competition, everybody stays equal, then that's cool. Everybody has to make their own products and have their own audiences. And that's fine. I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with competition as long as there's not so many that no one's making money. It's uh, one of the best ones ever, Steve. I agree hundred percent. It's with uh, Burgess Meredith. Yeah. It's so tragic. I'd like to think eventually he could figure out some clever way of dealing with his vision. Time at last. Yeah. He'll figure it out. Burgess Meredith, great. Um, he's more than just the penguin. But the penguin's pretty cool, too. He was in uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Rocky. Burnt Offerings. One yeah, that's a weird favorite movie. horror movies. I love that movie. It's so creepy. It's got the man in it. That man. Burgess Meredith? No, he's got him, and it's got uh, that woman in it, and that other woman. The it's one with the face? Aaron Black. You with the face! Aaron Black. All it's right. got 
uh, that older actor from the generation before who was like known for being a horrible person to her children. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. What was her name? I don't know, but I know what you mean. Yeah. And uh, a guy, I my celebrity crush, even though he was dead for a while, the British guy who's a horrible bastard. Uh, you like him. He was super drunk on every show ever. Yeah, that's why I liked about him at the time. But no, I always liked him. I know what you mean. Um, he was in the cool werewolf movie, English one. Yeah, he was in Oliver Twist. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's yeah. a creepy uncle. Isn't he the creepy uncle in um, Pinball in, Wizard? Was Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yes, he was in Gladiator. Mm, I keep thinking of names that aren't him. Oliver Reed. Oliver, Oliver Reed. Yeah. Did it. Yeah. Oliver Reed. Yep. Dead celebrity crush. But. Okay. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's such a wonderful, scary everything. It's great. It's great. I wonder what that kid turned out to be. I should remember that woman's name. Classic actress. I don't know, but it's a fantastic movie. It's super creepy. If you like haunted house movies, possession movies, it's freaking wonderful. It is also very dark. Uh, it does not have a happy ending. I'll just leave it at that. All right. I don't know if that came out in 1989. I think it would have been before that. No, it was not a psychopathic child that turned into a killer. If you're thinking, maybe you're thinking of offerings, but the one I'm talking about is burnt offerings to Steve. <sighs> so. So we, I'll be back next week and maybe we'll be back with an interview or something uh, next week if we can figure this out with Annabelle and I when Sky Alibar. Well, I can't be here. For... I know that, but maybe we can try to figure out from under. Otherwise, you'll have to do it because it, it's, it's time sensitive. It's time sensitive to promote his uh, crowdfunding. So my option, I don't know what my option would be. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, what time is the time sensitive? When would it have to be done by? Well, it would be earliest so they could uh, promote the crowdfunding. Sure, but is there a max? I'll have to look into the into the days it's on and stuff. I mean, maybe we can even do it when you get back. We'll figure okay. it out. All right. I think it's 22 right. days, so it's possible we could do it when he gets back. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for being patient with me as I disintegrate mentally. But I kind of like my hair, too. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's rocking. I dig it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We'll see about that. It'll be my new do. I don't know if you ever noticed this guy's up here. Oh, look at that. Hold it up to your face. Bring it closer to the camera. Bring him closer to the camera. That's so pretty. <laughs> My little Neil. It's very cool. I love it. Yeah. He's up good. here. 
Real happy. He's hiding behind my tinsel. I have uh, this Halloween tinsel. There's pumpkin tinsel and purple bats. It's a little hard to see. Yes. I have a bin that has all. I have a uh, Halloween lights that are orange, and I can't find the bin. I don't. It's very strange. But oh. anyway, uh, it would really showcase these this tinsel at the moment. I'm gonna have to get a new uh, background for myself. I'm I'm tired of this bland thing. My red one is too much for my day job, and I can't just be swapping back the fucking curtains. It's not. It's too much. I'm going to have to find something new that can work in both. Both, I see. So you can just like spray paint that with some whacked out stuff on it. No, no. I couldn't hang just like crazy shit. But I got you. I'll get it. I'll get it. Be less the lame. All right. All right. Oh, we're going to play us out with uh, some Poltergeist OD. Oh, we're going to play The King. The King. Which what is the his song about the Stephen King. Ah, now, nice. it, it well say uh, Gary Sherman was on the show. He was not, but uh, hopefully he will. It's it. We're, we talked about him. We did, yes. So he was kind of here. Mm -hmm. There's my my outro hair. I like it. Okay, you know. I hit the thing. What's going on, people? I'm the boogeyman. I'm a killer clown. Walk a green mile in my clothes. You'll see I'm a red balloon in the road. I'm he who walks behind the rose. I, I, I fight fires with a tight rider. More suspension than a tight wire. Leave it up to me. You'll need to climb higher. Cause I'm over your head. Night flyer. Run, run that mouth like a langolier. Been this way since like 15. Run game like a racketeer. Just drives you mad. Christine started breaking glass. I mean, I started breaking battle. Plus, it didn't help that my dark half was stark raving mad. I, I, I'm Cujo through a cat's eye. Creep show with a heavy tide. I'm a tall tale from the dark side. I'll never change. I'm Pennywise. And the reason being for no reasoning. Evil in the grand scheme of things. Caucus all like medieval kings. You'll get what you deserve. Evil things. Got no time to relax. My overdrive set to max. Stop you dead in your tracks, coming at you like Jack Torrance with an axe. And I got this dedication to devastation. Drag to the deepest desolation. Disappear to the abyss without an explanation. What's that? A deep tech desperation. Kid, you better get home before you end up in those headstones. Sometimes I feel like Chris, like I'm just walking in the dead zone. Roll up with the Mary Jane, singing Bloody Mary's name. Dripping like I'm Carrie Main. Bitch, welcome to Terry Main. Used to be the old stomping grounds. We don't fuck around. You better jot it down. I'll make it thin until your skin makes a Popping sound, I'll be dropping bars like you'll be dropping pounds. Sometimes they come back a week after, so I take enough meds to treat cancer. Right man with the long tools, Bob or a man with a weed whacker. Stay killing in the routine manner. Last of my kind, like Mr. Gray with a silver bullet. I took my shot like a screen capture, dream catcher. Just keep telling yourself that this is all a dream. Keep telling yourself that it's nothing to dwell in it, selling itself. I'ma make it my ringtone, hell in a cell. Live long enough to leave a legacy that coincidentally might be in limbo. If I let myself get the best of me, y'all won't ever. See in my secret window, I'm something of an ambitious man I doubt that you give a damn But my friend of misery, she says she's my biggest fan Real shocker, real sweet talker Got myself in some deep water Got you sick fucks mixed up like Please doctor, I'm a sleepwalker Yo, word to all my predecessors What defines a tremendous effort Poltergeist, I've been dead forever I guess sometimes dead is better Girl, you look unwell 
here's the key to my room Number 1408 in the Overlook Hotel Just stay there for the day, by the way, I hope you fare the same Don't bother screaming for help, I'm afraid my hands are tied Gerald's game, I drop in like an atomic bomber With a half-cut bottle of Johnny Walker Coming up from the underground just to get some air Tommy knocker, I've been working the graveyard Been up all night through the dark hours Had to take a stand up, Randall Had to flag him down from a dark tower Out of my mind, got time to take Stand by me, stay wide awake As I make it rain metal in a homicidal rage And I watch him ride the bullets like a tidal wave Yeah, it takes a lot if the patient's not In a state of shock from a fatal shot In a painful spot, you're not gonna make it Like Salem's lot of vacation spot Cause it's not even the incentive to Shit for real, I'll probably rent it too Some of y'all already knew I party like it's 1922 Got death for all my enemies Redemption for the penitentiary Black clouds forming next to me It'll be the storm of the century Up next, I'm the running man I am death Son of Sam, leave you nothing but a bag of bones under your dome and shut it then. Yeah. Mm -hmm.